0: What the f- happened last night? You find out the morning after. Let's
1: do this thing. All right, let's do this thing. The morning after has begun. I'm Gabriel Maranci in Midtown Manhattan. Studio 34, New York. New York, Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. A lot of stuff uh, to get to. Uh, we're going to talk uh, football, football, football. Uh, some uh, some uh, baseball. And uh, you know what? Unfortunately, I have to do it. And I'm not doing it. And I'm not going to cry. Ooh, Kawhi Leonard left Toronto or anything like that. I'm going to defend Magic Johnson. Because um, Magic Johnson somehow is getting blamed. Ooh, it's his fault. But uh, Kawhi Leonard was never signing with the Lakers, people. All right, And it just goes to show... What a bunch of sleaze balls and scumbags the Lakers have become under Rob Polinka's reign. And it pains me to say it, man. I'm a Fab Five guy. All right. Rob uh, Rob Polinka was actually part of that Michigan team. Um, so it bothers me to see him become such a weasel, but come on, man. Yeah, it's Magic Johnson's fault. But nevertheless, we'll get into that and a lot a uh, lot more. Joe Renarian, Miami. What's up, Joe? saw so your boy,
2: Devin Singletary, a lot down here at uh, at FAU, and you are 100% correct, my friend. I'd have no problem – goodbye, LaShawn. I'd have no problem handing the reins over this kid. He can handle it, man. The kid is a beast.
1: Yeah, and it's funny being – exactly, Joe, because, oh, he didn't play in the SEC, right? Oh, he's not from the Big yeah. Ten. People yeah. don't know who he is. They just think, uh, throwaway pick, Florida Atlantic. The Buffalo Bills are pretty stingy with their draft picks, man. And let me tell you, when they're in that war room, bro – Sean McDermott's not yelling at him to take offensive players, Joe. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. Like, he's 1,000%, yeah. oh, let's take that linebacker, defense. We need defense, defense. Mm-hmm. For them to take him in the third round, that's, that's pretty high in today's day and age, actually. Yeah. You know, Kip like, for Auburn. the Bills to take him in the Auburn. third round, they plan on using this kid.
2: Yep, they look. Kiffin loved him when he took over the uh, the program. Uh, he had already, I think he was a, a junior. Kiffin loved him, man. He centered everything around him. The kid's a workhorse. He says hey, the game kind of slows down for him. He can see things that other guys can't. So uh, I think you got yourself a winner there in the third round.
1: You know, yesterday I was uh, in the parking lot of the FanDuel uh, Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, and there was MetLife Stadium uh, in the background, and I couldn't help but think: Bills, Jets, Week One, let's roll
6: Nugenic samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
7: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech.
9: 888- Four hundred zero four three five eight 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 four hundred zero
10: four three five. Andro four hundred dot com.
11: All right, morning
1: after. Fantasy Sports Radio Networks, sports byline affiliates. What up? I'm Gabriel Moretz. We're throwing it down in New York City. Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Cam Stewart will join us. The majors might be done, but the golf season is not. It's relentless. Cam Stewart's going to step up and in and join us. We'll talk football, baseball, little basketball uh, talk uh, we brought it up earlier about uh, Rob Polinka and yeah you know, he didn't do it by name but you know sources close to the Lakers believe well who sources close to the Lakers besides Rob Polinka or Jeannie Buss or LeBron James and I don't believe that LeBron James um, is throwing Magic Johnson under the bus and I got to tell you I guarantee you if if it wasn't Hollywood, California and LeBron James wasn't more interested in Space Jam 2 than uh, NBA Championship 2. <laughs> um, he would be in a major freak out regret I'm leaving mode. Because the Lakers are it's a bush league amateur run organization right now, uh, Joe. They everything they touch they screw up. They they're burning every bridge in the NBA. They're tampering. Rich Paul is might as well just be the GM of this team. Between Rich Paul, Polinka, LeBron, Genie Buss. There's not a lot of class in that office, bro. No. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of NBA players don't give a crap about class. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they care about playing with their buddies and stuff like that. But LeBron sort of does. LeBron, come on, LeBron. Like, you know, you're really in the middle of a, um, of a uh, crap uh, storm here yet you're nowhere to be found because you're more busy uh, worrying about Space Jam and your your business products. But, uh, you know, the the story is basically that the Lakers are blaming Magic Johnson for the fact that Kawhi Leonard did not sign with them. Now, Joe, you know, (laughs) I I might indulge and uh, I might enjoy the occasional uh, blunt, so my memory sometimes is a little bit, uh, you know, a little smoky. Mm-hmm. Didn't the Lakers fire Magic Johnson already? <laughs> you already blamed him once this year, guys. What is this? Like, the is it the Hillary Clinton card? <laughs> oh, no, it's Magic's fault. He's not with you. It's your fault. I was thinking about this, year. I'm like, Magic, I brought this up at a time. Why is Magic even meeting with anybody? It doesn't even work for you anymore. You Sorry. fired him. You ripped him, remember? Mm-hmm. Now yep. suddenly... <laughs> Oh yeah, it's Magic, it Magic Johnson's fault, right? The Kawhi Leonard's not a Laker right now.
2: Yeah. Well, you've got an organization that is filled with people who have alternate agendas, and not one—they're not all on the same page of let's win a champ. They say it like, yeah, we want to win a championship, but every one of them has got an ulterior motive for everything they do. It's amazing to me.
1: It's a great point. Anthony Anthony Davis is there now. And his agenda was just to get the hell out of New Orleans. New Orleans. <laughs> that was his agenda, yep. right? Like, yep. he wasn't even, you know what I mean? Like, he was open to the Knicks. He was open to being on a good team. But yep. Rich Paul manipulated this and has to get LeBron something. So, you're right. He, you know, his, his agenda is he's in Space Jam. Yep. Dave is, you know, listen, a guy gets hurt all the time. He's a good player when he plays. And he doesn't get as hurt as much as people say he does. I will say that. If you look at his numbers, it's it's not as bad as people say, at least over the last couple of years. This year, he didn't play just because he was a bitch, not mm-hmm. because he was hurt, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So we can't deny he's a great player. But you're right. Is AD's agenda right now like a banner? Like when he walked in LA, did he think, I'm going to get these son of a bitches a banner? Mm-hmm. No. No way. You see the house? He just moved into some mansion in Bel Air. He's in Space Jam. He's all smiles, dude. He looks like he's a six-time champion already, Joe. Yep. I've never seen a kid so happy. Good for him. He's in L.A. He's happy as hell. You see, he's beaming all the time now. Yep. All right, so that's your agenda. LeBron, imagine LeBron James's cell phone. <laughs> like, how many times, like, his cell phone rings during a day? And I guarantee you, it's never about basketball. Never. You think that, like, oh, like Kuzma's calling LeBron. Listen, I was thinking about these plays, man. If we just did this and this pick and roll, this triangle, we did that, no one will be able to stop us. No. Every time his phone rings, it's a Blaze uh, Pizza quarterly update. Mm-hmm. Every time his phone rings, it's a bronze. Somebody just offered you another bag of money. You want the 12 mil to do it? Yeah. You know, he's like, he's, he's on the verge of being a billionaire, people. Yep. Basketball, not his agenda. You're right. Rich Mm -hmm. Paul. What's Rich Paul's agenda? To take everything over. That's right. Rich Paul's agenda is to get five of his players on the Lakers. Mm -hmm. He's up to three. Caldwell Pope, LeBron James, Davis. And I guarantee you there'll be more to come. And you're right. Even though they're all on the same team, there's no way that Palenka trusts Paul and Paul trusts Palenka.
2: No way. No way. They're both snakes in
1: the grass. They both are serpents.
2: Yep. Yep. Their entire agenda rolled around getting magic out of the building, getting, you know, genies trying to pick up the pieces after uh, the whole Phil Jackson and a brother debacle. And
1: I'll tell you, Rich Paul has the advantage, Joe. Of course. Because Rich Paul's got LeBron. Who do you have, Palenka? Your guy's Kobe. Kobe ain't there, bro.
2: No, nope, nope. Rich, Nobody is there to be a Laker. That's the problem.
1: Rich Paul, ultimately, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the damn GM of this team. But mm. the thing is, LeBron doesn't have that much time left, anyways. I used to think he, LeBron would play till 40 and stuff, because look, he's 34 and he's still amazing. So like, his capabilities are still great, but and I can't get in his head, Joe, but for me, like, just seeing afar, I think you'd agree. The interest is waning. That hunger is not there. And I'm not going he's a three-time champion. He's one of the best players of all time. He's one of the biggest brand names of all time. After, after Jordan, he is. I don't think he's the second best player of all time. Hell, I don't think he's the best player. I'm not going to get into that. I don't even think he's the second best player. But I'm not going to argue he's the second biggest name in basketball history after Michael Jordan. Would you agree with that?
2: Absolutely. Iconic brand.
1: You know, it yep. is. He's like, LeBron is is big. Now, and it, you know we see Michael Jordan's brand continue, sides as Zion, but you're right, like no one has, you know, and <laughs> we can go deeper, Joe. Frank Vogel, Jace, me chasing kid. Yep. Are they on the same page? Do they have the same agenda? Jason Kidd's just waiting for LeBron to get pissed off about Vogel, and then he go. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's it. A- exactly. LeBron. LeBron didn't wanted Kidd in the first place to be the head coach.
2: Yeah. LeBron didn't go to the Laker. He didn't become a Laker guy's because he wanted to win. He he went to L.A. because his kids wanted to be there. He had family and business obligations. The Lakers was just about a place to set up shop because it happened to be where he needed to be. For a million other reasons other than winning championships.
1: No, you're exactly right. And and it, it's, you know, any LeBron fan out there, if you disagree, you know, you know, share your thoughts with us. But if LeBron was this upset, we would hear about it. Yeah. We would hear about it. <laughs> yep. Win horse would be all over this. Sources close to the Lakers say LeBron's pissed. Doesn't like the circus. You know, regretting coming here. He would put the message out. He doesn't care. Like, right now, I gar—I like to know. I wish, like, you know, I wish we were TMZ. Where's LeBron James right now? <laughs> right now, where's LeBron? Listen, it's 6 in the morning there. He's probably just getting up. What time do you think LeBron gets up at? 6, I'd oh. say, because, no, he's probably up at 5, Joe, because it's West Coast. The rest of the world's three hours ahead. He's exactly. a businessman, like, yeah. he has to be up. Yep. It's like me yep. in Vegas, exactly. Same crap, like I was up. So, LeBron's probably up about 5 a.m., He's about he's probably working out, probably hits the old uh, Peloton or whatever. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Watches his mm-hmm. stocks. He's going right now. I bet you in an hour or so, he's in a meeting about Space Jam.
2: Or some, or his next project.
1: No, like this movie is like preoccupying him. Mm-hmm. You know, and the thing is, too, I don't know, man. Didn't like the first Space Jam suck? <laughs> like, like they're making a big watch. deal. Oh, Space Jam's coming back. Space Jam One blue, all right, with Michael Jordan. Basketball players can't act, all right? That's why they're basketball players. But LeBron's not a basketball player anymore.
12: Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right
13: That's 855-325-1780.
3: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government.
13: 800 Once again, that's 800
14: Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words
15: But you think they can cover the spread or they do cover the spread
2: by nine? Then, yes, you can receive nine times your stake. How cool is that? PointsBet.com forward slash grid, promo code GRID. Get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. Do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you see website for
1: details. All right. Welcome back to the morning after. I'm Gabriel Moretzzi. He's Joe Ranieri. Fantasy Sports Radio Network's uh, Sports Byline Affiliates, Cam Stewart, uh, will join us. Um, there's that big uh, collectible sports uh, card uh, collectible uh, convention uh, next week. Uh, we've got a dude on uh, from uh, Beckett's a little bit uh, later on, and uh, who knows uh, what else. Shout out to, uh, to Mike uh, Strom in the, in the chat, who uh, says, Genie Bus equals Cameron Diaz in any given Sunday. Ooh. Very good comparison. Yes. It's a very, very, uh, very apt uh, comparison. So I said uh, LeBron James uh, gets up very early uh, in the morning, and uh, I believe uh, Sean uh, disagrees and thinks he's getting up at like 10 o'clock in the morning and stuff like that. I think in the
0: offseason, Gabe, I think LeBron's enjoying his celebrity right now. So he's not getting up until, like, 9 or 10 o'clock.
1: Dude, that's yeah. like noon and 1 o'clock on the East Coast. Are you crazy? Absolutely. The he's guy's a, a near-billionaire businessman. You think he's just sleeping? Yes, people to watch. No, no, nah, nah, man. Money never sleeps. Slow oh, feet man. don't eat, Sean. He's not a billionaire. Let's, let's relax little. He's
2: no, no, Sean's under the impression no, a billionaire. That,
1: anything that
2: anything that happens in Hollywood happens in the afternoon because they don't ever record, you know. At one o'clock in the morning. They don't they don't ever do anything. Oh, well, yeah, I know. People, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. People don't realize they shoot movies, Joe. You're right at 5 a.m. <laughs> like you guys will notice, like every pretty much every movie, the streets are always like uh closed, right? Yeah. Shocking. And what time do you think that's at?
0: Gabe, when you went in LA, did you get up at 5 a.m.?
1: No chance. I got up, up uh, pretty damn early because I had to get my bets in. My college football bets in. Thank you. That was on Saturdays. Come on. No, and I'm also not a conglomerate entrepreneur and the most famous basketball player in America. I don't have my shoe brand. I don't have a pizza brand, and I'm not doing Space Jam too. He enjoys himself. I get up at 6 in the morning, and I'm me. Well, you have to. You have a job here. So does he. Not in the offseason. He's vacationing What do you line. think? He's Bob Marley just kicked back smoking weed all day? He's going to his son's he's basketball sleeping. games. That's what he's doing all day. No, no, I'm very disappointed, Sean. This is why you'll never be a billionaire. I'll take a billionaire, though. If I'm a millionaire, I, I'm fine with and that. What, you got this from Isabella. What's what, she saying? Oh, no, yeah, he's out partying all night? Here she is. Maybe, yeah, not, just,
11: maybe not on a Tuesday, but he's definitely not waking up at 5 a.m. Yeah,
1: yeah, just because you, you're, you're not. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very he's disappointed, no, uh, Isabella. No,
11: there's no shot that he wakes up at 5 a.m. during the offseason. No shot.
1: I'm going to tell you right now, your dream of playing oh. in the WNBA is dead. Yeah, it more is. reasons than this. The, the, the work <laughs> the work ethic's just not there. No, it's not. Like, we need, you know what I mean? Like, what do you guys think? Like, I don't know, Joe. What do you think? They, they think LeBron just rolls out of bed at 2 in the afternoon and, like, oh, yeah. logs into his bank account and stuff like that? Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I got it. I mean, you guys, are, how far are you from Wall Street where you yeah, guys ladies, are Warren at Buffett, right now? Exactly. Yeah, the We're Wall Street the
1: guys, guys are just waking up now, right, well, Joe? And they'll yeah, go Wall into street the office when in, they want.
2: Yeah. yeah. Hedge fund guys. You know, in the off season, when you know, soybeans aren't in season, they roll in at like 11 o'clock. Warren no
0: Buffett sleeps like three hours a night only. Don't, don't confuse LeBron with a commodities trader on, on well, Wall no, Street. No,
2: no. Relax. Relax, really? Joe. Really? Relax, oh, yep. No,
0: it's about you the same
2: money.
1: You're not even a millennial, Sean. I'm very disappointed. Like, like, you know, What's a lot of
0: millennials?
1: Younger... Why are you throwing shit at millennials? Well, No, I'm not, but I'm, you know, okay, I am. <laughs> I'm just going to say, because a Cause lot of think young everyone people. Everyone sleeps until 10 o'clock. Yes. <laughs> a lot of young people seem to think that, number one, everybody's ultra-rich automatically. Oh, he's on TV. He makes money. Ooh, he has Twitter followers. I'm not talking about me, but just everyone. You know, Pierce Morgan has 5 million, uh, five million Twitter followers. Too bad, like, you know, 1% of them didn't watch his TV show. it would still be on the air. Um, oh, he must be, you know, they must be rich. And every athlete, like, yeah, because, you know, another thing, guys. Because LeBron never has to, I don't know, like, work out or work on his shot or play never. basketball or practice his craft. You're right. He's just partying all day, sleeping all day, drinking champagne out of bed and uh, checking his stocks all day. Mm-hmm. And then he Absolutely. just shows up the first game of the year and scores 28 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists like he does every night show. It's given oh, to him. It's given. It's he, like he, a video game.
2: Don't forget his barbershop, too. He's got to go for a haircut every other day, too. So.
1: Yeah, it's like the, uh, you know, people always say, ooh, they're so lucky and stuff. Yeah, they're real lucky. Like, that's why, mm. you know, like you, you might not like Le'Veon Bell and he might upset you and some of these athletes might say stupid things sometimes, but. You know, the the fact is, it's not like, I brought this up earlier in the week, a lot of work has gone into this for people. Oh, yeah.
11: hey, my brother works on Wall Street, and he gets in at 930.
1: Mm. Yeah. And, yeah, and let me... Yeah, yeah. you just gonna, said he works, yeah, who is he, yeah, exactly, he works exactly. for somebody at Wall Street. Yeah, exactly.
11: <laughs> a lot
2: of people work on Wall Street that get there at 930. Uh, I gotta tell you, of, yeah, you show up at 930 on
1: Wall Street, me, you're fired.
2: Exactly.
1: Unless you're killing the stocks. If your brother's crushing it, way to throw your brother out of the bus. He might
0: work in Asian markets, so he stays up later.
1: No way! Yeah. yeah, way to throw the brother out of the bus. What? Uh, yeah. what yeah, it's showing up kind of late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, LeBron. Uh, yeah, i I wish we could. Uh, it's our right well, to know. <laughs> where's so the, LeBron, they deliver? where's that's the LeBron? Where's the LeBron webcast?
2: The coffee is at 9:30. I guess that's when he delivers the coffee in the morning for the guys that have been there since five o'clock. Exactly. I there you
1: uh, um I would say <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know I'm not saying LeBron James um LeBron James never goes out and uh, doesn't enjoy himself, but I guarantee you LeBron James is up by six a.m. I'd mm. say five thirty even. It's a West Coast thing, people too. It's uh, listen, I've lived on the West Coast a lot and. I lived in Vegas, and people thought, oh, you live in Vegas, you're going to party a lot. I used to go to bed, like, really early in Vegas. And, and there was because I woke up early. I was like yes. an old person. I would eat dinner, like the early bird and stuff like that. I really morphed into, like, a senior. And, but the thing is, guys, the rest of the world is three hours ahead of you. hmm And... I was doing TV shows and radio shows. I couldn't just get up, ooh, 10 o'clock, and oh, oh, I already missed my morning, uh, afternoon hit, Joe. Like, (laughs) the the rest of the world keeps moving. And LeBron's world keeps moving, even though he's in Los Angeles. And successful people, I'm telling you right now, successful people are not going to let the rest of the world get a three-hour head start on them on a daily basis. And Joe knows this. Yep.
15: Nope.
2: Can't do it, guys. Yeah, it's a uh, and they all understand that too because they all have a passion. Listen, he may not have basketball as the number one priority in his life anymore, but the number one priority across anything for guys like LeBron James is being successful, and they know that starts usually at about four o'clock, five o'clock in the morning every day.
1: Oh, you're right. I bet you're you're right. He's probably even up at four, hitting shots yep. and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know, because boxers, Joe, they never wake up at, you know, they're never running at 3.30 in the morning and stuff like that. No, no, not at all. Not at 9.30, quarter to 10. Not
2: Ricky Hatton.
1: Yeah, he's hitting hitting it at 3.30 in the morning, but he's hitting cocaine. Yeah. (laughs) 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 He's hitting the lines. Conor McGregor's
0: swigging that whiskey.
1: Conor McGregor's hitting somebody that's not his wife.
0: (laughs) Yes, exactly.
1: Yeah, a little different.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: These guys (laughs) party, Gabe. You know that. Conor McGregor is an idiot. LeBron James is not. Yeah, but you give not when way
12: too much cra- uh, praise, man. Yeah, yeah but you man, guys got not I give understand. LeBron
1: too much praise? I'm known he as the number one LeBron basher in America. He
12: has, you
0: know, business partners. They make the lion's share of his decisions, not LeBron James. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. What did he said. Now you're saying He's stupid. How He's out all he? night. You know know, he doesn't make does his Blaise decisions. Are you giving him the credit for Blaze Pizza? Yes, I am giving him the credit for Blaze Pizza. I give the credit to the money that he had to invest in Blaze Pizza. Blaze Pizza a was a, well, there's one location. Are you going to Blaze Pizza, Gabe? I've never had Blaze Pizza. Exactly. I'm not a LeBron James fan. <laughs> That's not why. Boycott. Did, did Boycott not you say South. Space Jam sucked? Boycott Blaze. Yes, Space Jam with Michael Jordan sucked. I don't know. I didn't even watch it. Yeah, me neither. Like I would, it was stupid. Like who cares? Yeah, um, listen, if
2: I wanted to make my own pizza, I'd stay home. I got no tolerance for that place.
1: No, no, you don't make your own pizza place Pizza. Yeah, you build yeah, your you own you custom. It, yeah. Thing, yeah,
2: you build it. Like oh, I'll take some of this. Like I, you oh, know. Okay, yeah, on. yeah,
1: but you're not doing it like Kramer. No, you're no, not, no, but like, I mean, yeah. yeah,
2: you're building it yourself, and they throw it in a uh, in a fire in a, b- a brick
1: fire. What do you mean I think. You're
2: building it yourself. I, I, what do you mean? You go up, you pick what kind of crust you want, then you go. Okay, you want salt, great. Okay, what are your toppings? Let's do. It. It's like, I, just give me a piece of pizza. Like I, I don't need to. I don't, I don't need understand. to build you things. You don't like the actual telling of what you want on your pizza? No, I'd rather call ahead and be like, listen, give me half uh, pepperoni, half mushroom. I'm good to go. I'll be there in 10 minutes. I, you know, I don't need to sit there and wait for you to bake a pizza. It's a stupid idea.
1: <laughs> so to my point, thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's pretty successful. People don't think it's stupid. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, listen, I've never Listen, I'll be honest. I've never, I'm not, I didn't boycott Blaze Pizza because of LeBron James, all right? I don't like LeBron James. I'm just being real. I know. And mm-hmm. people were shocked I was defending Eddie George being a Buckeye yesterday. What the hell is going
2: on oh, in this world? I got crushed yesterday after that. No, though. no, no, no.
1: And I'll tell you what the more the day went on, the angrier I got. Eddie yeah. George is a freaking Hall of Famer. And now, like, I'm really ready to fight about it. Yeah. Like I'll just ding, ding, ding. Anyone that comes, Eddie George is a Hall of Famer, uh, Joe.
2: Yeah, I didn't want to he tell the guys be. too, by the way, but um, he's—we're he, trying to get him on Friday, so I can't wait for the guys in the pit to tell Good. him how he's not Hall of Famer. Good.
1: Yeah, yeah, but I was gonna say, well, I want to hear more about this. <laughs> I was gonna say, I didn't—I'm not boycotting Blaze Pizza. There's just I haven't you know there there was one and uh, I, there's never been a place pizza close to me like you said they don't deliver
7: it like that
1: right boycotts out I'm not a uh, not a gourmet pizza guy
2: yeah no, it sucks
1: it's thin crust and all that stuff I want greasy pizza.
16: your story go to
0: gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs
1: <laughs> oh is ub40 coming on now <laughs>
12: better than red red wine right
1: you know, I got comments about that all day yesterday. <laughs> Although people did think it was kind of funny. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm sort of like Donald Trump. I forgot what I was angry about, like after the fact. Yeah, I still want to know who was responsible for that. <laughs> and there's like, there's no, I'm not, I'm not, you know, there's no, uh, there's no rage or no melting or anything like that coming. But yeah, we just have to have a little talk to basically like when. When a band that's sold nearly 100 million records is coming on the show, mm-hmm. we don't play another band's music. <laughs> hey, let's welcome Metallica to the program. We well, don't play Slayer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so well, yesterday when I heard in Nirvana, I was like, All right, tell me when the guys from UB40 are here. Oh, no, they're here now. Yeah, they were there the whole time. And I'm like, oh, right, so yeah. <laughs> like, what, do we have Dave Grohl on right now? You know, Dave Grohl uh, slept on my floor once, Joe. Did he really? Yeah, yeah. Before he was in Nirvana. Oh, before he was in a dam. Yeah, it's kind of depressing because he's just... You're going back now, man. Yeah, it's just another person that I knew that is, like, way more successful and rich than I am now.
2: What, was he on the circuit? I mean, I went. this is before Nirvana. Damn.
1: Yeah, he was in the band Scream. Ooh. He was in the band Scream, uh Washington, DC, District of Columbia based uh punk rock band Scream. He was a
2: drummer then? Was he uh the drummer or was he uh yeah, he
1: was the drummer of drummer. Yeah, the drummer of Scream. He was just he was young. Yep. I was young too. I used to be in a punk rock band called Corrupted Youth. Okay. So um, you know, I was on the scene and played with different bands and stuff like that. So I knew the butthole surfers, you know, the band of butthole oh, surfers. Flea, yes.
2: Yeah. So Flea's original.
1: Um the um, the butthole surfers were playing with a band Scream and uh, anyways um, I was partying we were we were all partying together and the band Scream had nowhere to go Ooh. so um, I said now oh, you guys could crash at uh, my place and uh, yeah it turned out so, yeah Dave Grohl was the drummer and then Ooh. subsequently I saw like um, it was a while before Nirvana bro like you know like another thing like overnight right oh it's overnight success. Yeah. It was a few years later in Nevada because he stayed in my place probably in like 1986, yeah, 1985 yeah. to 87. In that area, I was about 16 in those days. So yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, that 17. was a few years
2: before Seattle took off. So exactly.
1: Yeah. Yep. And Nirvana, people don't realize this. Nirvana actually had a drummer. It's like the Beatles. hmm Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like the Beatles booted the guy out, and they brought in uh, they brought in Ringo Starr. No, if yeah. people don't realize that, man, that poor bastard. Like think of the guy's life. Anyways, um, so same thing when uh, Nirvana Nirvana got a record deal and stuff. David Geffen offered Kurt Cobain a blank check. Mm-hmm. Completely blank check. And he said, what do you want to sign with our label? And Kurt Cobain wrote in $5 million on the check. Like, he gave him a check, and Kurt Cobain wrote $5 million. Which, at the time, was quite a lot of freaking money, you know, to ask mm-hmm. for, for, like, a punk rock kid that no one knew who, who the hell he was. And Geffen said, sold. And uh, Cobain <laughs> tried to get. Uh, Dave Grohl to join the band a couple of times in the past, but he didn't. And uh, but once he showed, "Chang, look, we got a five million dollar deal and check here," and Grohl was in. But Dave Grohl was one of the hottest drummers on the scene. Like basically yeah. every sort of punk rock band and you know rock band, not rock like Guns N' Roses rock, but you know that sort of punk scene and grunge and stuff. They all wanted him to be the drummer, right? So. But he ended up in Nirvana, and uh, and uh, the rest uh, the rest is history. Hey Gabe, did Ch- you, did you... Chad
2: Channing, by the way, is the uh, that'll be the trivia question. That was Chad uh, Channing. One...
1: That's the original Chad... drummer of Nirvana. Yeah,
2: yeah he, he went through. Well, wow. You're right. He went through three or four of them before he got to Grohl in 1990. So yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Like Grohl was yeah. the hired gun that he could afford. Finally. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. Like Grohl He's got so offers right. from everyone. Like he was yeah. a hot. You know, he, he, yeah, he was. People knew he was hot. Uh, what's up, He's Sean? Joined.
0: You moved to L.A. at 16 with your band or by yourself?
1: No, that was in Montreal. I was in a punk rock band. I dropped out of high school. I was in a band, Corrupted Youth. And uh, I was doing, like, show- I started doing shows when I was 15. Wow. In 1985. And with this band, Corrupted Youth. And then. Were you doing
2: covers or were you, were you no, writing your stuff? No, it was our stuff? own.
1: Yeah, well, we started okay. off with, like, a Motorhead cover learn. Okay. You know, Louie, Louie, yep. Louie, Louie. I made but punk rock we worked our way up, but no, no. Oh, no, but, like, really over-the-top stuff. <laughs> like, just off top of my head, like, one of our songs was uh, I Wish You Were Dead. Oh. Okay. Uh, another one was I Hate You All. Oh, another okay. one was uh, Drunk Driving, except we encourage drunk driving.
2: Bit aggressive?
1: Gonna get drunk, go for a ride. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> say the lyrics. Uh, like, I can't. Like, this is gotta... great. Yeah, we Joe, run your head Joe, over. You that's a good surprised. song. Yeah, <laughs> it's, very, it's a little aggressive, but all right, I get it. Oh, yeah, I had a great <laughs> life. Can't walk, so I better drive. Uh, even yes. I Love stole that. that from Herb Tarlick on WKRP. That's great. <laughs> yeah, once Herb there was an episode of WKRP. <laughs> Herb. And Herb Tarlick was an alcoholic, Joe, like all salespeople yes. are. Yeah. In real correct. life. So he was. Yeah. Uh, 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 and Herb gets up and like sort of knocks the stool over in the bar and like. The bartender is like, hey, "Hey, Tarlick." He goes, "You can't drive home like this." And Herb goes, "Well, I can't walk, so I better drive." <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. And the old, "Yeah, can't walk, better drive." I said, like I said, there's some lyrics I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not proud of. Um, <laughs> so um, that, those, that's fine, but there's other ones that's not good. Basically, like, if I ran for office, people would be like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, like, he sang this stuff once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, I'd be like, oh, my campaign's done. But, um, so, yeah, yeah, I was I was, uh, I was in his band. And then uh, I was I, I was getting kicked out of, in and out of a lot of schools and stuff like that. And I was at, the, like, the last stand. I was at this school where, like, if you screw up at all, it was, like, zero tolerance and all this type stuff. Mm-hmm. And whatever, I kept screwing up. And they basically told me about how uh, I was getting suspended and, uh, I'd, or I'd have to stay after and, you know, do this, this, you know, work in the building and blah, 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 blah. And I never forget, I said, or I remember telling the lady, I said, or we could just end this right now. And we all agree I'm not going to finish this. <laughs> And she goes, what do you mean, the day? And I said, no, no, not the day. And I said, in mm-hmm. fact, I said, uh, my band just got offered to go on tour with DRI. who was like the biggest crossover metal band at the time, man. I said, ah. we just got offered a tour with DRI. I'm only 16 years old at the time. God bless my father. May he rest in peace. He gave the blessing. I told really? him, dad, I just quit school and I'm going on tour with a punk rock band and I'm opening up for DRI and Sacrifice. He said, "Follow your dreams, kid." Yeah. And um, dirty,
2: rotten imbeciles for those of you wondering. Yeah, great band, Austin, yeah. Texas.
1: Um, <laughs> we'll, get, we'll play some of them. So <laughs> yeah. See, so, yeah, so I'm in the band. Uh, we you know we do some touring and stuff like that. But then I started to uh, veer more into like metal. I, I was in like that band, Corrupted Youth, was sort of like like DRI and Corrosion of Conformity mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Sort of that crossover punk. Oh, you Old like school. Rancid and those guys? No, no, of, uh, no, no, no. Not as like, heavy? No, no. Rancid's not. Rancid's not heavy. Like, we were heavy, heavy. Oh, you okay? Like, uh, like agnostic front, DRI heavy. Like, Rancid's more pop, like ska pop. punk. Ska, right. But, um, then after, after a couple of years of just playing in, like, punk rock shows and stuff like that in bands, we were pretty successful, actually, for kids. Um, that's when I moved to to Hollywood, Sean. See yes, I moved to Hollywood. Uh, I moved to Hollywood uh, when I was 18, mm. by myself, or 17 and a half, 18. And then I I played in bands there, and then subsequently I ended up in the metal band Homicide, uh, after the fact. But all this started because of uh, of Dave Grohl. Love that. <laughs> That's what we get for playing uh, playing Nirvana. See, I've been uh, I've been mm-hmm. around. <laughs> Great. And you know what, Sean? I always woke up at seven in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> you didn't go to bed. No, this is until the seven the morning. best, the stupidest, <laughs> and best part of this story is so. <laughs> years later, Joe, like basically, so I go on, I go to LA, I go, I go to this band, crazy stuff. I move back. I end up back in Montreal after I'm in this metal band, homicide and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then years later, I get into uh, to. Um, the sports radio. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, uh, I'm getting like famous in Montreal and stuff like that. All right. Like, so I'm on the radio and I'm a host of the expo shows and Can- Montreal Canadians and stuff, all this stuff. So the high school contacts me mm. and asks me to speak in front of the class and the graduates uh, like in front yeah. of the school. Nice. So I'm like, well, I'd be honored to. Thank you very much. So right before I go, I go to the school and stuff, and I'm standing on the side of the stage, and I say to the lady, Edith, her name was. I say, Edith, uh," I said, you know, thank you for the invite. And she goes, oh, you're very successful now. I'm very pleased. And she goes, I love seeing our graduates succeed. Oh. And I said, yeah. I said, yeah, I'm kind of surprised you asked me back, considering, you know, how it ended. Because I did tell her off, too so I said it really yeah I left that part out so I said kind yeah. of surprised like how it ended and she goes well, what do you mean how it ended I said well you know you remember I uh I left to go on tour with that band and she sort of like I think she thought I was someone else then it hit her yeah she was like <laughs> she was like oh god she goes oh, oh no. right before I go out she's like you can't tell the people that you quit yeah. She goes our school is a school for kids with second chances to graduate. She's like you can't go out there and tell them you quit. And I'm like, well, I can't lie to them. I said what am I supposed to say? That I like I was like, and it yeah. was like real fast. It was like, uh, "And you're on." So, I'm out there and she's like staring at me, man. It's like a movie. You know, she's looking at me like you better lie type thing, right? That you like you know what I mean? So, I'm like, you know, and someone asked me, so how did you end up in this school? Because it's like the school for last chances. Well, I wasn't the best student. And and finally it came. So what year did you graduate in? Ah, like... And then I did it. I couldn't lie. I said, I got to be honest with you. I didn't finish, but I said it was a big mistake. I said, it's it's one of my regrets, which isn't true at all. But I was like, it's one of my regrets that I didn't finish. And then this kid goes, well, he goes, you're the host of the Montreal Canadiens post-game show. He goes, how much more successful could you have been, even if you graduated? <laughs> and I was like, well, I said maybe I'd be more. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody else, like, they started mouthing off about how school didn't really matter then, since they were like, well, look at you, you're successful, and you, they're like, you were in a band and you're hosting a radio show. Sounds pretty cool. Oh no. And it, oh, it was a nightmare, right, for the yeah. school. So then some kid gets up, and he goes, F you. He goes, this sucks. He goes, this guy sucks. He goes, I don't care about your story. I don't care about school. He gets up and starts laughing off. I say to the kid, I was like, hey, kid. And I got all serious. I was like, hey, kid. I said, no one in this room cares whether you end up working at McDonald's 10 years from now. <laughs> I said, but you will. I said, you might I'm <laughs> an idiot, but... I said, you should probably appreciate being in this school because it is a good school. And he's like, yeah, whatever, F off. It was like a goth kid. Oh. oh, no. He walked out of the class. They followed him out of the hallway. He pushed the teacher. No. Yeah. And oh. uh, he ended up getting suspended. Oh. This kid, all because I went there. <laughs> Oh, because of you yeah, and like if this kid, if I never told the story the kid never would have walked out, he never would have pushed this somewhere. And hey, we got to find the. Uh, we got to find Scourge of God. We already played it uh, before. I know it's in the system a little bit. Uh, uh, we played it uh, before. We we'll played a little bit uh, later on our new, are actually new uh, record. So we're not done uh, musically. Got a couple of shows coming up uh, in November. Um, you know, we, we've, we've already recorded this. We got it up online and stuff, but it really hasn't been released uh, for real. We have like a big uh, blitz coming up and stuff. with Radio interviews and uh, website and, you know, we're going to make a, a video and all that type of stuff. But I'm a busy man, Joe. And uh, unlike, like Sean thinks, like LeBron, I don't have a bunch of handlers like LeBron handling everything for him. That's right. That's right. That, that 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 that's the problem, right?
0: How there. are you going to record a video and do all these interviews when you work like ten hours a day? Uh, it's like fourteen actually.
1: Yeah. That means that there's another ten hours left in the day. <laughs> no sleep, right? Yeah. That means there's another. <laughs> you're yeah.
2: on the Joe uh, <laughs> yeah, You get you enough know, sleep when you're dead, guys. Exactly.
1: That's Yeah. Although the lack of sleep could lead us to early deaths, but that's (laughs) which which. Because I used to always say that. I always used to be that way. I was like, yeah, whatever. Because I've said this a million times. (laughs) You're on the joke schedule. You sleep eight hours a day, people, like they tell you to. Yeah. Right. You live to be 75 years old. You slept 25 years. 25 years. Mm -hmm. I sleep four hours a night. I cut that. I'm living 12 and a half more years of fun time. That's 12 and a half more years of me being awake at four hours a night. But I never really thought about the other side of it, Joe, in which if you sleep four hours a night, you're uh, high risk of heart attack, stroke, death, cancer, <laughs> leukemia. So uh, it's a miracle you're still here. At, <laughs>
2: Yes, yes, yes. It, it's, it's a not lot even, of miracles. Not even sure why we're upright right now.
1: Uh, no, it's just because there's a mic. It's basically as soon as the show's over, I'm like, I really do. I'm like Krusty in the cloud. I'm nowhere near as entertaining or talkative off the air. Um, it's like Marge said, would Krusty stay with him? Homer's like, you know, for a cloud, I thought he'd be cooler to hang around with. Marge goes, I keep telling you, like, he's an alcoholic, Homer. And, you know He's not on TV. He's pretty miserable. <laughs> Is that you, Gabe? Off the air? All right. right, I'm I'm all right. Uh, I wanted to get an Adrian Peterson. Evidently, he doesn't have any handlers. Right, level 2, the morning after. I'm Gabriel Baradzi. Midtown Manhattan Studio 34, New York. New York, Jordan, areas in uh, Miami, Florida. Cam Stewart uh, will join us in about uh, um, about 20, 25 uh, minutes uh, time uh, after I get off my lawn. Um, we didn't get uh, to too much baseball uh, yet. The wild game last night between the Yankees mm. and the, uh, the Minnesota Twins. The San Francisco Giants just keep winning, and people keep doubting them, and they're underdogs, and ooh, they gotta break them up, and they have no chance. Guys, they're now 17 and three, and I get the feeling that Joe, these guys could like uh, they could be 26 and three, and people, well, you know, they don't have a chance still. You know that, right? And like, Mm. if honestly, like we live in a day and age right now. I, I really don't understand it. Why? And I've talked about this a lot, Joe. And it, it correlates with that Forbes list that we were talking about with all the money that teams make. Like, why are San Francisco even considering trading Bumgarner? Right. You have one of the best pitchers in baseball. He's You have him. You can re-sign him. You have money. He's yours. Like You know, the attitude. People have this attitude. And I know you got into it with Dane a little bit today. People have this attitude somehow that unless you're 14 games ahead of everybody, Joe, you might as well quit. That's it. That's it. It's like, well, you know, they're they're one game out of a wild card. I remember covering the Expos, one game out of a wild card was like playoff fever. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, bro, we're one game out of the playoffs right now. Mm-hmm. And everyone else in the media, oh, they don't have a chance, and oh, the smart thing to do is break them up. What the hell you think in the clubhouse they're feeling right now? They're yeah. like, guys, we're going to the playoffs. We're in this thing. Yeah. Like, they're 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 excited to go to the ballpark and like the fans somehow want to kill it so you can get prospects to try to be good five years from now. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It drives me crazy, Joe. I'm like, I hate I the Giants and it drives me crazy even.
2: I agree. I agree because apparently we all show up the spring training in hopes of losing. I I, I don't get it.
1: So, yeah, like I said too, the three times San Francisco won, they were always favorites to win, right? Yeah. yeah Everybody thought Kansas City was gonna win in two thousand fifteen, right? Right. Yep. St. Louis Cardinals won eighty three games. The regular season, they won the World Series. Exactly. Let DailyRoto.com guide you to
0: victory as you swing for the fences playing to Daily Fantasy Baseball. Become the eighth DailyRoto lineup optimizer to win $1 million in a fan or DraftKings Tournament or become part of the growing community who have won thousands of dollars. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount. The 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at dailyrodo.com. Use the promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
0: Hi,
5: I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I
0: just couldn't stay in
5: shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive.
9: Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com.
1: Here is the uh, new homicide in which we were speaking of earlier. Scourge of God. Mm. Uh, We'll work in a couple of other songs uh, into the rotation uh, as well. All right. uh, The morning, uh, morning after. On the uh, the fantasy sports uh, radio network, I promise Bob uh, we'll get him on. We'll get him on in a second uh, here. Um, but Adrian Peterson in the news, and um, you know, pretty pretty weird story with Adrian Peterson. I'm not surprised. Listen, athletes go through money. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of um, a lot of stories about investments and crooked mm-hmm. agents, et cetera. But Adrian Peterson seems to be a, a victim of really of his own recklessness yep. and stupidity. And I don't know, like I read a little bit about his situation. It just seemed like he was just he kept borrowing money against other monies. Yeah. So like he he borrowed 2.4 million, but then he borrowed 4 million to pay the 2.4 million, and then he needed another 6 because he gave the other four away. He mm-hmm. had like his own little like pyramid scheme going on to himself (laughs) like he kept like digging a deeper hole. i've been there right so i know that's why i was like like why are you doing this and then somehow he ends up with a payday lender Mm -hmm. a payday loan you know so he's got massive interest on this now he can't pay anybody he doesn't have the money and uh, evidently he's gone through 100 million dollars
2: yeah, he's got. Uh, yeah, he's got friends apparently. Also, he didn't. Uh, he didn't know he had uh, over the years, right? Help him spend that hundred million dollars. It's the same old, same old. We hear this all the time, but it always seems like we hear it more in the NFL these days than we do the NBA or Major League Baseball or some of the other sports. It always seems to be football players that uh, have these stories.
1: Well, I sent you the uh, the picture. I don't know if you have it uh, here of his birthday party. Oh, let me see. Yeah, and. Um... And, you know, the fact of the matter is uh, Darren Rovell is correct. As Darren Rovell tweets, narrative out of Adrian Peterson's camp that he's broke because of bad apples who took his money. He chose them. Uh, He also spent millions on his 30th birthday party that featured a camel, uh, snake charmers, belly dancers, and first-class travel for over 300 guests. As you'll see here, he rode into uh, his 30th birthday party on a camel. And Chris Bosch also did the camel. I don't know what's up with camels. Like I don't associate uh, yeah. me getting rich and having a party. Like my birthday's coming up, I don't want to ride a camel. Like, yeah. Even <laughs> if you told me, Marensi, we can get you a camel. It'll be free for your party. I'm not having a birthday party, but like if you told me, yeah, we got you a camel. I would say, why? Why would I? Why would? Why would we have a camel indoors at a party? <laughs> <laughs> somebody- Hello. And- is riding a camel somehow some sort of like uh like thing of authority or like am I supposed to be happy to be like I don't want to ride a camel? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like hello. Yeah. yeah you uh... Give me uh, give me max if you told me hey Marenzi, we're giving you the horse, maximum security for you, I'd be like, Hey, great, thanks for the million dollar racehorse. But yeah, yeah I don't wanna ride a camel. Exactly. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, that's great. I mean, how much did that camel cost you, bro? He's got belly dancers and like, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. All right, uh, let's go to let's go to Bob. So Did do you, do you have the uh? Do you have yeah, the picture? I, gr-
2: I got even better. How about this? So what's
1: this new hype song uh, you've got here, uh, Sean?
11: Oh no! Yeah, you ready for it? Here we go, guys. Here we go.
1: I thought it was gonna be a replay of Bob singing. I would have. Thought-
15: Hey! <laughs> um,
1: hey! What's up, Bob? Hello, Bob? John? Joe? I can hear you. Anyone? I, I can hear you. Is there you anybody out there? Um, hey! Yeah, I don't know. It seems like we have a hard time, like, any time we try to do something that doesn't involve us talking into the mic uh, here, Joe, to be honest. Yes. Yeah. I, I,
10: yeah. I. Uh, a little bit,
1: little, oh, bit yeah, a little bit of a challenge. Hey, Bob, how you doing? Hey, what about me snoring
10: the other day? <laughs> you should yeah. get me on video for that.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> do I, I, do I don't, you tell Joe? I, I don't need a video of you uh, snoring, Bob.
2: I, I seem to have two different Did
1: things. Yo, right Did you tell Joe right about now. that? Joe, do you hear about that?
2: I, I can't I, I can't hear anything right now, Bob. <laughs> um.
1: <laughs> oh. Um yeah, real good stuff, uh, Bob. We bored you so much you fell asleep. Yeah.
10: I no, no, no. I don't know what happened. I just I had that problem. Okay, I give you my picks today. You gotta lay off that Vermont Chronic, that's your problem. I I'll take it the Giants. And, uh...
1: <laughs> All right. Well, the New York Giants told
10: no, no, for the no no for the baseball games today. All right. All right. And then I'm taking the Yankees over the Reds uh uh again. All right. And I'll take uh I'll go back with Pittsburgh against St. Louis tonight.
1: All right. Bob uh well your Yankees won last night. We got it, you know, wild. Yeah, wild I was game. shocked
10: it was such a big score. Did you I st- didn't expect that. The app.
1: Did you stay up all night and watch it? No, no, no. Not all
10: the game.
1: I watched some of the games. What time? Uh, we, were, we were wondering what time LeBron wakes up at. Uh, what time do you wake
10: up at, Bob? Oh, I think he's still in bed farting. That's Ooh. what I think he is. What, LeBron? He's in bed. He's in bed farting here. All right. All right. He farts in bed. All
15: right.
10: Okay. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's what
1: he's doing, I think. LeBron that's James farts I in think. bed.
10: Yeah, Another. I don't like LeBron like James. I think he's such a, you know, he thinks he's such a diva. I can't stand him. I really can't stand him. <laughs> I don't like a guy. Yeah. I think I, he ruins the whole Laker team. Um, I used to like the Lakers. I don't like the Lakers anymore.
1: I just can't help but think of, you know, like ESPN College Game Day. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, and everyone has, like, the signs and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you know, Bob, like, farts in bed might be, like, make the best sign ever. Like, you know, like, Urban Urban Meyer farts
10: in bed. I like the old guy who comes on and picks his, what's his name again? Uh, The old man who picks his picks, puts the team that he picks, he puts, like, the mascot on his head. What's his name? Lee Corso. Yeah, he's funny, isn't he? I like Lee Buffer, so He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. he's an awesome guy. All right, Bob. And today at work, yep. at, what you want to hear what they have for lunch today?
1: Um, yes, sir. Of course, I do.
10: Okay, they're gonna have uh, a cookout because it's cool. They decide to have a cool outside. They're gonna have hot dogs and hamburgers. They're gonna have watermelon, baked beans, and corn.
1: All right, so sounds like you've got quite the lunch going today, Bob. You're rocking.
10: Yeah, I'm rocking. I'm not snoring like I did the other day. <laughs> I'm wide <right> awake. <laughs> All right, Bob. <laughs> well, it's to nice off. to talk to you, Joe, and I want to say well, hello to Isabella. Hi, Isabella. Of course you. Hi, Bob. How you Hi. doing, Isabella?
4: I'm good. How are you?
10: Good. You're awesome, too. The whole, everybody down there is awesome. How do you know she's I like awesome? I you guys all. You
4: don't know she's, she's nice awesome. to me. Bob, I could be the worst. She's
10: nice to me. No, I don't think you're the worst. You're the awesomeness. Mm. You're a nice lady. All right, Bob. You're welcome. Okay, you have a great day, guys. Yeah, uh, you... After work, I'll probably call you in. Stay uh,
1: stay, uh, stay, hydrated out there in the sun with the seniors, Bob.
10: No, it's going to be a cool day up here in Vermont. All right. And all Dick. right, Doug. Yeah. Don't fart in bed, Bob. All right? Don't fart in bed.
2: (laughs) LeBron James
1: farts in bed.
2: Thanks, Bob. Don't fart in bed.
1: I actually think it's a great college uh, game day sign, to be honest. Maybe it's Bob's new t-shirt. Yes. That is the strangest smack talk form of smack talk that I've ever heard in my life, actually.
13: Call right now. That number is
3: 800-485-6003. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper,
13: Eight hundred nine three two five five one seven, eight hundred nine three two five five one seven, eight hundred nine three two five five one seven. Once again, that's eight hundred nine three
2: All right, guys, time to get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a risk-free bet of up to $500. Pretty simple. Here's how it works. You create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, you make a deposit, and you place your first bet. DraftKings will match it up to $500. Just go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK to play quickly. However, this offer will not be around forever. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details. And want to welcome you in here to the morning after on the fantasy sports radio network, uh, plenty of MLB afternoon games coming your way. We'll talk about those, but first, We'll check in with Gabe to see who the hell he's yelling at to get off his lawn today.
15: Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn.
1: Hey. you I'm sure you've heard that by now, Adrian Peterson is out of money. And not only is he out of money, but he owes uh, people money as well. He's gone through over $100 million. Now he owns various uh, payday loan uh, lenders, uh, millions of dollars, as he kept on borrowing more money to pay back other money, to pay back other money. He would have been better off just going to the mob and a loan shark. They actually have better rates uh, than banks and payday loan lenders. Um, Is there anyone that we can feel less sympathetic for, though, than Adrian Peterson? I know, I know. I've got to be the one to be the adult in the room here, but um, I seem to recall Adrian Peterson, um... What was it? Uh, oh, yeah, he was beating his kid up. Uh, that's, that's one thing. Ah, he was just some tough love uh, right there. And, oh, yeah, I seem to recall, wasn't there, like, another kid in another city? Didn't the kid actually die? Didn't the baby die? Remember, like, he, you know, they impregnated a woman somewhere else, and she lived in, like, a rat-infested, dump-ass apartment? And AP, like, didn't, like, AP has a bunch of kids. He only really loves the one that he beats up, though. So the other ones he ignores. The one that he loves, he slaps around. Uh, but tough love parenting, just like Tyreek Hill, just like Tyreek Hill. So listen, basically Adrian Peterson is a scumbag. And I know people see his smile and he's a good running back. So people want to sweep it under the carpet and stuff like that. But people that beat their children are scumbags, okay? People that impregnate women and leave them to rotten poverty and then the kid got killed. Oh, that's it. The kid got killed by her new boyfriend. That was it. Great, great, great job, AP. But I guess you know, he wasn't you know, fully yours, right? Man, I don't know. Adrian Peterson seems to treat some of his kids like Michael Vick did as pit bulls. Um, and now I'm supposed to feel so for you, bro? Why? Because you're riding around on a camel? What is it with you anyways? What is it with athletes that think, you know, what do you guys think? You're like the, the king of Egypt or something like that? Let me tell you what. If King Tut was here right now, he wouldn't be on a camel. He'd be in like a Ferrari or something. Being in a Mercedes Benz. Stupid camel. They're good for you. You don't want to walk in sand, too? I'll set it up for you if you want to pay me. You want, who rides a camel? A kid going to a zoo. You're a grown man. You want belly dancers? Go to a strip club. Oh, I'm going to hire belly dancers and camels and look at me my 30th birthday. Bro, 30th birthday, that was last year. You're broke. You knew you were broke already. What the hell are you flying 300 people in for? You know, too bad you actually treat, like, your VIP guests more than your children. Um, So, you know what? Where's a violin? Oh, yeah, I don't have one. Tough. You're a good running back, though, AP. I got nothing against you personally, but you know what? I feel more sorry for the guy that I see outside the... uh, you know, the sea uh, trade. I feel more sorry for the crew outside of 7-Eleven right now. I feel more sorry for the lady with scabs that's right now jonesing on 8th outside of McDonald's than I do for you. You made over $100 million. You pissed it away on camels. You've beaten your children up. You're a horrible uh, husband, a horrible uh, parent, and a good football player. But other than that, heaven waits, bro. You know what the problem is? You know what the problem is, though? People like you, AP, you put other guys, the old guys, like Dick Buckis, and these other guys that didn't make any money in a bad spot, all right? Look at Eric Dickerson right now. And Adrian Peterson's is going to be a Hall of Famer, so classic example. And watch, Adrian Peterson's going to want money to be in the Hall of Fame because he won't have any money. Now we know why he's still playing, right? But look at all the guys that really do have problems. Guys that played in the NFL in yesteryear, they didn't make big money. You know, they got knee issues. They're in wheelchairs. They've got this. They've got that. They don't have any money. But the general public thinks, oh, whatever. Every former football player and every athlete has rode around on camels and banged a lot of chicks, knocked women up, and uh, that's why they don't have any money right now. But they're not all like Adrian Peterson, but people think that they will be. And this is just another story, um, another story. And a long uh, list of them. So evidently, the moral of this story is, evidently, Adrian Peterson is as bad uh, with his money as the governor of Puerto Rico. Or I should say, he's as bad uh, with his money as he is a father. Get the hell off my lawn! Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn!
2: Mike pissing through $100 million in, uh, in salary, let alone endorsements and everything else there. He is uh, scheduled to make $5 million, and he does have incentives of up to $1.5 million. So, they're so bad against Looks like typical everybody's dying. To death. Very hard to set I
1: as, uh, yeah, people aren't really going to feel really sympathetic. So yeah, we got to do something about this, cuz it happens like kind of every freaking day. After I get off my lawn, his mic cuts out. Yet we, you know, we sort of repeat. It's kind of annoying for me to step off that chair and run over here to start talking again. And you want to run over here and start talking again? We need it. We need to have a meeting, uh, gentlemen. <laughs> it's uh, it's meeting time. Is Don on the phone? Yeah, so like is anyone gonna feel sorry for Adrian Peterson? I certainly don't. Anyone anyone starting a GoFundMe account right now? Anyone starting uh anybody starting a GoFundMe account uh right now for uh for Adrian Peterson? I don't think so. And it's amazing too, like we all get suckered by athletes and their personality that we see and Look, like Kawhi Leonard's a good example. Kawhi Leonard didn't talk, okay? Kawhi Leonard never talked. Yet, at the same point in time, at the same point in time, um, people think that he's somehow a, uh, you know, he was a great guy. Well, look, he's humble. He doesn't say anything. And so basically, by not saying anything, we projected him being a nice guy. So if you just smile a bit and you don't say anything, you know, people want to assume the best in people. So when you see Adrian Peterson, he's very charismatic. He seems like a nice enough guy, but in reality, he's kind of a jerk off. Or at least, listen, he was nice to me. He's nice to fans, but is he nice to the women that he sleeps with? Not so much. Is he nice to his kids? Well, I guess depending on which kid, uh, which kid that it is. All right, uh, we got Nithin on the phone here. It's been a little while. What's up, Nithin? What's
16: up, Joe? How you been?
1: We're doing good, man. Good to hear from you. What's going on, Nithin? Yeah, it's been a
16: while. Uh, yeah, so uh, man, I can't wait for the uh, football season to start. Uh, as you know, big Cowboys fan here, and uh, I feel like, do you guys, I have a, <clears throat> do you guys think uh, Zeke uh, Zeke will hold that on Friday, or do you think he reports it can? Because I keep hearing reports on Twitter that. Uh, Zeke might hold out, and I mean he has two years left on his deal. Why? I mean, there's no way. I in, know that. Dude, he
1: there's no way in hell he's gonna be in camp on Friday, bro. He'll, yeah, sh- but, he'll uh, show up. He'll show up on August the sixth. He needs to be there before August the seventh before he misses any money. He'll be there August the sixth, I would imagine, if he shows up. Then yeah. even, but no, Nathan, there's no way in hell that he's gonna be at camp on Friday.
16: Yeah, but but my question is though, like he has two years left on his deal. I mean, I know that he wants to get paid now, but still, like, you have two years left on his deal, and uh, he, he needs to—he needs to prove, in my opinion, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong, there. Uh, as a Cowboy fan, we're lucky to have him on the team, but to be honest, I think he needs to prove himself that he can stay stay out of trouble off the field and not doing this nonsense stuff, like uh, doing like whatever, going to whatever. But. Uh,
1: I uh, think, I think, prove- Nathan, I think he's had the most yards out of any running back in the history yeah, of no, yeah. the first three years. Yeah. So, yeah. in his mind, he doesn't need to prove anything. Like, I hear what you're saying, but you know, listen, it's 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 early for him to be holding out. Two years ahead of the curve is is a problem, and it's a problem with contracts right now in sports. We're seeing it. All athletes just don't honor contracts anymore. But yeah. then they, like, if teams. Just rip the contract up. It would be illegal, except in the National right. Football League. Yeah. But yeah. this is football, dude. Running backs, he's going to get paid. Jerry Jones will figure it out. But this is going to get ugly. Not ugly, ugly, but there will be a lot of drama, bro, over the next month or, uh, or yeah. so with this. He's not and, showing up next uh, week. Yeah, I got
16: one more thing real quick uh, about Kawhi Leonard. Is, uh, so today, I guess today they're introducing him in Clipperland with uh, Paul George. So I think the, the question I'm looking forward to is, I want someone to ask him what was the reason uh, him leaving Toronto, and plus, what was the reason of him uh, not going to the Lakers? Because uh, uh, it, I think that those are the two questions I'm looking for. If if they ask him that, what was the reason of leaving the Raptors, or what, why not choose the Lakers? But uh, I think those are the questions.
1: Well, because he uh, he wanted to be in Los Angeles, and he wasn't. Thanks, and He wasn't going to be LeBron yeah. James's uh, sidekick. And uh, because he's very devious and uh, conniving, and uh, he tried to hijack uh, the NBA, but other than that, great guy. All right, uh, Cam Stewart joins us next.
7: If you've heard of WeatherTech Floor Liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com. Proudly made in America.
1: Morning, after continues, Fantasy Sports our Radio Network. I'm Gable Morenci. In New York, Joe Ranieri is in Miami, Florida. Let's bring in a raging redhead, Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam?
11: What's happening, Morenci? Yeah, uh, I. I- That show that you're doing at night, the InBet live, man. I'm just, I can't believe what's happening at the end of these baseball games. I don't even know why we're taking them at the start. Just wait for something to happen in the comebacks, man. What's happening over the last couple weeks has been insane. I'm not talking one run, seven run leads, eight run leads. It doesn't matter.
1: It really is. It's wild. It, it really <laughs> will take years off of people's lives. I see these people at the book on a nightly <laughs> basis. I saw Yankee fans panicking last night at the book. They're like freaking boom. Last week they loved him after he went on his little tirade. Now and it is true, he leaves pitchers in too long, this guy. Like and and they're freaking out. Oh man, you know, after eight runs. But wild stuff, Cam and it's frustrating. I've been on the right end of it. I've been on the wrong end of it. It's um, all week long. Yeah, this baseball is crazy. I can't wait. I miss basketball, and I'm looking forward to football. You think betting on basketball is stressful. Baseball, man, it's insane, dude. These games are never done. Yeah, baseball yeah.
11: Baseball takes the cake. And Joe he, Joe played the game. He knows. But what we're seeing right now, just the average pitching in Major League Baseball, it's nothing like it. Like, before, you'd have a four- or five-run lead going into the ninth. You're like, yep. We'll put this one in the win column, but I don't do anything until the last out, till you see an F, till it's final. And I'll tell you, Gabe, last night we. Till talked you see about an
1: it. F. Yeah, there's a lot of F's <laughs> out there.
11: Yeah, oh a lot, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F performances, but. Uh, I'm saying Orioles, the
1: word F a lot recently, and I'm not yeah. saying uh, fair, fine, funny. Yeah. Saying another F word.
11: Four. <laughs> starts yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. with a K. I'm with you, but I'll I'll tell you something, man. Orioles. We talked about them. Yes. yes we talked about them. All the loser teams. Oh, no, that was one thing, Cam. I got scared off. All my teams won last night. I could have made a killing.
1: But my my instincts were good when I said, said, yeah, that's a trap. I said, Seattle, we'll watch out. You got that Baltimore, Arizona. The Dodger game worried me. But unfortunately, whatever, man, I go down with the Atlanta Braves, of course, all nights they lose. Me but. too.
11: Yeah, yeah. Hamburg wants to know why I don't like the Braves. Well, it's night, nights like that. The Braves, screw, the, the Braves have been for... screwing me for years, bro. Oh, I agree with you. Uh, go back uh, to the yeah, Bob Wickman days. It doesn't matter, yeah. Gabe, because I was on uh, Cleveland with the Atlanta Parlay. We did the, the native parlay, as we called it, sure. Indians and Braves. But uh, Yankees came back, Phillies won, but just all the extra inning games and stuff. You're right, Renary. Gabe, it's taken yeah, years off our lives. And... Uh, yeah, it's crazy, Gabe. I didn't get in. They had uh, the Jays game was on YouTube, not on a regular channel. And then they had uh, the Queen's Plate horse racing. The horse that I like, Tone Broke, didn't get it in before the race. He wins at six to one. It's just it's never ending, man. It's uh, yeah, they, they have the Queen's Plate, the second leg of the Canadian Crippled Crown uh, uh, on a Tuesday night.
1: Oh, OK. That makes sense. You want well, never ending? I didn't, I didn't even tell you the story yesterday because I was too mad about yeah. it. But um, yesterday, on the way to uh, to the book to do uh, to do game time decisions, the bus just like flew right past me. He didn't see he didn't see uh, he didn't see me like flag him down.
9: I hate
1: that. So I chased him through <laughs> Union City. Man, I ran like faster than Adrian Peterson from Creditors. And <laughs> I caught up to the dude like four blocks up a hill at a red light. I opened the, I knocked on the door. He wouldn't let me in.
15: Yeah, oh, I know. He sped oh. off. Oh.
1: Yeah. oh yeah, classic. I then had to uh, call my uh, my old driver, the uh, the Puerto Rican chick. And uh, I, was, I was like, yeah, you gotta pick me up. And I'm on Union City on 32nd Street here. I just got stiffed by a bus. Oh. But like I pulled something like running. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's kicking in now. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. It's like you said, Kim. It's it's one of these weeks where it's been like. Hammy? I don't Tammy know what or, it is. Or Cam? It's uh, the hamstring. Oh. It's been the entire month of July, though. The entire month of July. I don't know what it is. My credit card got hacked and shut down, so it's gone. It's oh. sent to an address that I'm not at, even. Uh, I've lost like half my ID. I've won maybe like five bets out of 200. <laughs> I, don't. Uh, I've, I I got injured chasing a bus trying to get to a sports book that I got to sit at 18 uh, hours a day. I could go on, but uh, who do you like I'm in waiting. the St. Jude's?
11: Uh, <laughs> exactly. Let's, let's do segue. the St. Jude's. Yeah, yeah. And I, I got to tell you something. I really like what the PGA Tour has done. But, guys, uh, the St. Jude's FedEx Classic used to be a regular tournament on the tour. Now it's a WGC event. I'm kind of like, I hope they trick it up a little bit, Joe, because it's a good, it's decent, but it's not great. As for the guys who played over in, uh, you know, in in, in Northern Ireland there, I I probably want to fade a few of them. But the one guy I'm going to take, I think Justin Thomas will be a good fit for this course. He's uh, 14 to 1, not 9 or 10 to 1. I think uh, his odds went down a little bit, too. I love Justin Thomas. He'll be able able to power the course. I really like the way he played in the final round, grinding, too. Uh, I'm looking at Tony Finau. I'll take him now at 33 to 1. A lot of people liked him in the Open Championship, I think. You know, he's got the power to do well. A couple bombs, too. Looking at track records, guys, Chez uh, Reeve has a really nice track record here. Lots of top tens, and uh, he's actually playing well this year. Um, 55 to 1, good enough for me. And uh, a guy like Kevin Kisner, I think, at 66 to 1, is major, major. A really nice price for a guy that I think will definitely be in the top 10. I don't know, Joe. I was going to ask your opinion of uh, Webb Simpson, too, at 40, and maybe a little sprinkle on, oh, the Wolfman at 90, 95 to 1. Ooh, I like
2: that. You know, the problem with this tournament the way it is is that it's the first year because they switched all the majors. Motivation is the biggest key when we handicap these, uh, these, right? I mean, when we look at these tournaments, you're trying to figure out, all right, who's who's where, who's... Mo- I don't know the motivation of any of these guys now coming back from Northern Ireland. Uh, you know, what frame of mind is Dustin Johnson in? What, you know, what frame of mind are some of these guys coming over? There are some dudes who could actually use a win you know ricky fouled, but i don't know who knows what kind of frame of mind these guys are coming back after that
1: week. what does the wgc mean like what what what, what's the meaning of it kim I, I don't
11: you know, championships you get Gabe, because it's no, considered- i don't
1: mean like the letters i
11: don't know uh, <laughs> no, no, bonus point basically bonus points for the fedex cup yeah so yeah. um you know what i mean so if you do well in this tournament you get it's kind of treated
1: major like not as a major, but close uh, as a. What about Xander Shoffley? Uh, since he I like choked last week, that he I comes like back up. this week. That's like I, Joe just said. What about the he's mindset, hard, right? He's right. Hard to, he's hard to back, but I really like where you're going, Gabe. Like yeah, because on- now everyone else let their guard. Like everyone else is exhaling. Brooks right. Koepka is not in the same urgency as he is in a major. You know what I mean? Everyone mm-hmm. exhales, but Shoffley can still be pissed. God, I suck. I gotta win. Like you know what I mean? I'm just looking at the mentality of it, guys. Uh, Shoffley.
11: I really like the pick, Gabe. Like I and you know me and Xander Shoffley, and he'll disappoint you in in, in the tournament. We talked about his <laughs> he'll Sunday
1: disappoint on. you. No, 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 no. He in the majors, yeah. he,
11: no. The thing is, you take him in the majors and you got a top ten bet. Then he goes uh, craps the bet on Sunday, and you're like, what did you do? Like at least mm-hmm. guys like Thomas grinded it out on Sunday. You know they could have posted a number. I can't help it. But... For the weather's went, but I can't. Sorry, can
1: I can't, I like Sorry, can't. I can't I like help but... it. I can't help but laugh. You've got like. A little thing up you got like one piece of hair just standing up. You, go. you, got right, like, you, go. you got like a mini mohawk.
11: Alfalfa. Yeah, I know. I look. Al- like, alfalfa. Uh, alfalfa from the little rascals. I told you I put up. Uh the backdrop, my game, I have a really heavy light hanging on by, like, a wire right now because I hit it with the top. Like, it's one of those weeks, too. Like, my p- place is destroyed. You've seen it before. <laughs> the table's hanging on by a thread. I got the equipment. They're telling me to straighten it So you're it telling
1: out. me that I'm, your I'm chandelier is hanging by, like, barely? <laughs> yes, like.
11: Yes, <laughs> yes. I don't know if Gorilla Glue's going to hold it, too. It's pretty heavy. Like,
1: I know the commercials, they say Gorilla Glue works, but... I, does I that flex can... stuff really work? Because I got to tell you, I got a hole at home I need to fix it. Phil Swift. Does Phil Swift, does that stuff really work? I've never used it, but I'm willing to try. Phil
11: Swift for Flex Seal? Yeah, yeah, I need some Flex Seal. I I really do. I got a Flex Seal, but I need some Flex. I got to tell you one thing, Renary. I wouldn't be putting Flex Seal on my boat when I'm going through the glades
1: with gators. That's a place I wouldn't test it out. He's he's not really. That's got to be. He's not really in the boat with gators. Like I don't know how they did that. (laughs) Well, it looked good. It looked real good. Yeah. Yeah. Not a place I would try
2: it. I can tell you that. Yeah, I tried yeah, it, in, try the it. Yeah. Yeah. in the pool first. Yeah. <laughs>
11: right. it In the pool. Try it in the pool before you hit the Everglades. And before gators. you hit the Everglades and gators and yeah, no.
2: Yeah, you know what? No, yeah.
1: I'd like to call him out on that. All right, Phil, let's go. We're going right now. Like, ambush. Like, imagine you just ambush him, Cam and Joe, like outside his house in Florida. All right, Phil, listen. We're gonna go for a ride. We've got a flex steel made uh, boat for you right here, and we're gonna go in the gator uh, gator pit here.
4: Uh, can yeah, imagine, do. like,
1: Cruz, remember the, the, the video I showed you in Costa Rica of the Crocs? Uh, no, those gators look... And the, the thing that you showed me about the video that was crazy,
11: it's not like a whole bridge. It's like, you almost have to tight rope to get to, the, like, the bridge thing. Like, if you
1: lose your balance and go over, you're dead. Those oh, yeah, gators, yeah. And the crazy thing is, walk. Cam, I'll, I'll show... We'll play the video after. The crazy thing is about that, too, be, is the bridge isn't that high, all right? So you're actually pretty close to them, so you're looking down. And... Dude, there's, like, a, a little hill that goes up. Like, nothing. long story short, nothing's stopping the Crocs from just climbing up the hill. Yeah. There's no suspension. No, exactly. Like they, you're not yeah. isolated. Like, if they wanted to, they could. Now, they're not going to. They're slow and stuff, too. But the thing is, they're hard to see sometimes. And they do come out of the water. No, they right? Blend. So they'll blend in with the grass and the dirt a bit. And people walk down the hill to take pictures closer of the water. Crazy. Dude, they found uh, You know, there was a guy down there. It was like, uh, it was like a homeless dude, and uh, he took, uh, he went down into the water just to, uh, quick, to quick little, uh, quick bath. little yeah. bath. Clean up. Yeah, all they found was his head. The crocs didn't like the skull. They don't, they didn't eat the head. You know what I'm saying? Like they spit the head out.
11: <laughs> <laughs> they, they went for the other meat. So yeah, you no, know, like just his them.
1: head was like floating in the water, and the rest of it was mm-hmm. gone. Like they didn't eat the head. <laughs> So at least that's the plot. I thought that when I saw Tom Brady jumping into the thing in Costa Rica, I'm like, dude, there's croc down there. But as a Bills fan, hey, knock yourself <laughs> yeah. out. There. you know i, I mean? don't you want, want to hey, i don't want anything bad to happen but no. imagine yeah you know, he lost a Plus toe food. lost a foot or something yeah. hey pictures. dude you've already won six yeah. Super Bowls, bro you want to
2: rub yourself <laughs> in a little giblet juice and jump in be my guest let <laughs> joe, the gators have a good time. Jones
1: <laughs> a jet Fed. giblet <laughs> <laughs> yeah. juice like i said joe nothing no you know we, don't, we want brady to live a nice long healthy life but yeah. i don't know like if he got leeches cam or something yeah. and he's out this year skin <laughs> problem you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, lug it no out of harm. your finger, some,
11: uh, a skin problem. Yeah, just, just a flesh wound, Gabe. Just keep him out that's for all. a while. That's just serious. a flesh wound. Yeah.
2: yeah. Just, uh, you know, something that requires six months of uh, IVs. That's all. <laughs> yeah, that's all we're looking for.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? I'm not it's trying to ruin life. a guy's life, yeah. but yeah, six months of IVs, some weird, yeah, like, parasite-type yeah. thing in right. his skin. that's all. Yep. We're just, yeah, we're not wishing any ill will on Tom Brady. We're Not just wishing that he gets parasites and leeches.
11: That's right. Yes. Yes. What do you guys think yes. of the Rays today at uh, minus 115 with Morton going? He's been I'm all solid. over. Him.
2: Red Sox I'm have been hot. Over the Red Sox. Yeah, the one. Yeah.
11: Thing, I mean, the, the one
2: thing Rays do is hit left-handed pitching. I don't think they'll have a problem finally getting on the board with David
1: Price today.
11: Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's the game I'm that's the game I'm going on. a game. Dude, every
1: one of these just, baseball games is just a heart attack, oh, bro. Oh, like, uh, come is. on, man. I'm
11: actually gonna I'm well, actually gonna say this too. The Baltimore Orioles have been playing better baseball. I might look at them at plus 125. This Clark guy pitching for Arizona, he's horrible. Like, that, yeah. they they could actually win again. Who knows?
2: Well, Means is their best pitcher going today. So, if they, uh, this is the game that they might actually be able to do. But, uh, of course, they win last night. You know, it's only the second time in 40 years last night, that Yankee game, where we've seen a team in the top of the eighth, bottom of the eighth, top of the ninth, bottom of the ninth, and top of the tenth blow leads.
11: (laughs) Unbelievable. It's only the second time in 40
2: years. That's crazy. doing the
11: show, Joe. Game's doing the show from the book. I'm, that's what I'm starting to think. It's like we do the picks on Red Heat and Rage. You almost want to wait in game just to get the best of numbers you're and right. you're out, out of you know your mind betting change. anything after first five. You're out of your yeah. mind.
1: Uh, yeah. All right, hang in here, Cam. We'll get you out of here in the last uh, little mini segment. Because here we are now. San Francisco Giants now 17 and three in their last 20 baseball games. Hot. Plus 128 right now. Hot. Ooh, but it's Sean Lester
15: you <laughs>
14: If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com.
1: Uh,
11: S- S- Sims in Cincinnati might be a nice dog. Plus 140 against Shasin. That guy could be a gas can. What for, about
1: for, for for the Reds? Marcus uh, Strowman. Are... This this is gonna be his last start as a Blue Jay, I would imagine. This is it.
11: Yeah. Uh, well, we thought the last time Gabe they had a 12 to nothing lead against the Tigers and they're leaving Strowman out there. Who knows oh, what? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah gonna that's a good do. point. Remember point. that? Like it was insane. But well, uh, today's the
1: 24th, so yeah, he would be up again to pitch on. Yeah, you can't pitch this guy next Monday or Tuesday, although the Jays would do that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yes, they would. Yeah, yes, they would. They would. <laughs> I'd actually look at Bieber
11: and the Indians today. I, I, I think they might be a,
1: a good. What about the total eight and a half? I'm game. thinking under.
11: Yeah, I would go under in that game too as well. I think both teams will uh, struggle with the pitchers. I see like a four to
1: one, four to two type of win for the Indians. All right. Uh, the Raging Red at Cam Store. will be back at five o'clock. Yep. Uh, game time uh, decisions. Uh, we'll talk uh, golf. We'll get Cam's uh, six-pack uh, DFS and uh, best bets of the day. Mm.
11: Good Not luck that. today, guys. I know it's uh, a lot of grenades out there. Be careful.
2: <laughs> go, go get him, man. Go get, uh, go get Morton. Do it.
1: After- <laughs> what afternoon games exactly? The day, the tone of the day can be set pretty early here.
11: Red Sox and right, Rays baby. are
1: up, uh, up early at noon Still here. here?
11: You'll hear the 5 yeah. o'clock update. My tone, it's either going to be uh, real good or real bad. And for you, Gabe, lots of horse racing. Wednesday's when the big tracks come out. It's going to be a wild Wednesday afternoon. So tune in. 5 o'clock Eastern, everybody.
1: We got Fetty on the hill.
11: Fetty. Thanks, <laughs> nice, Cam. Screw you, John Lester.
1: Screw you, John yeah. Lester. <laughs> Give me the Giants. Listen, it's hard hey, to yeah. take the Giants every day because you're like, they can't win every day, but they're 17-3 oh, and, and they're plus 128. <laughs>
0: last night you find out
1: the morning after let's do this thing all right level three in the morning after I am Gabe morenzi fantasy sports radio networks uh, sports byline we appreciate uh, you joining us thanks to cam Stewart uh, for kicking it uh, with us uh, good stuff uh, with cam. Uh, me and Cam will be uh, breaking it down at five o'clock. Uh, we got a full slate of afternoon uh, baseball, but man, what a wild week! And uh, it's been a wild year of Major League Baseball, and this is the product, Joe, of, of every damn ball ending up in the in the 18th row of the bleachers. Yep. Is that this didn't happen in the old days? Did. There were comebacks and stuff, but not like this. And <laughs> it's really to the point now where. If you bet a baseball game and you're up 4-1, I feel no joy. It means nothing. And it's yeah. to the point now where, I, I'm, you know, it bothers me being down. But the other night I was losing a bunch of games. And I basically said, you know what? I'm just going gonna, gonna to change the channel for like 20 minutes. I'm going to close the computer for 20 minutes. And when I come back, I bet you there's like the scores are all completely different. Yeah. And they are every night. Dude, I left Fanduel last night, and people were like, there was dudes about to get kicked out. They were so mad. I thought they were going to break the screen about the Yankees being down 8-2 or whatever it was.
2: Yep. Yep. They end up winning the game. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And you bring Chapman in, the the closest thing that we have to in Major League Baseball of being, all right, the game is over, a la Mariano Rivera. He comes in and walks the first three batters. I think,
1: yeah, it's... (laughs) If you bet baseball, me and Joe have talked about it. You've got to bet it recreationally. Manage the units. You know, yes. manage the units. You bet the same amount all the time. But if you're doing that sort of degenerate gambler thing where, well, you know what? I really like the Texas Rangers tonight. And I'm putting 800 on it. And, oh, yeah. like, I've heard from people, I really like this game. I'm putting this on it. And it's like, guys, have you been paying attention to this stuff? Yeah. I mean, you can cap your ass off here. It has no reflection on you. No. Nope. But you cannot control this stuff. Like the it's every second ball is a home run, guys. Mhm. Every second ball is a home run nowadays. Leads mean nothing. Yep. And we're seeing every night. You just never know what's going to be, but every damn night there's been teams that come back for like five-run deficits and stuff. Yep. Last night it happened to be the Yankees. Yep.
7: College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really?
0: What's your story? Go to GameysGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body
8: cleansing needs. I weighed 320 pounds. I was a heart attack waiting to happen. I got Andro 400. It makes me not so hungry. I started noticing more energy. I noticed my belly was starting to shrink up. I started seeing weight come off, 80-some pounds. I went from 330 to 245. For a 56-year-old guy to lose that much weight, it took something, brother. I feel great. I feel like I was when I was 35 years old.
9: That was Ruben. Now listen to what Josh says about Andro 400. Well,
11: I'll tell you, man, that stuff really works. It was insane. I've heard the commercials, walk for a decade? I was like, I'm just going to try it. My pants are like falling off it really works. I bought suits last year for my new job, and they're falling off of me. It's insane.
9: Guys, if you want to lose belly fat, gain energy, strength, and muscle, and look and feel years younger, try Andro 400. The safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. That's 888-400-0435. Andro400.com.
0: The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the
1: Strong uh strong choice. Go no heat and cambria, good stuff. I'm Gabriel Redzi. Studio 34. The morning after New York. New York. Now speaking of uh, New York, the New York Mets, and I sent you uh, the tweet earlier, Joe. Oh yeah, I got it. Of um, Yeah, and basically so listen, we we do let's just recap here quickly. Met season starts before the season starts. For some reason, they fly to Syracuse. They go from Florida to Syracuse only to, <laughs> and then back on the road again. So mm-hmm. before the, I, I remember they were, they were working on like piles of dirt up there in Syracuse and mm-hmm. stuff. um so yeah, the, the, that was the season. It started off just like sort of in disaster. um The manager and uh, Vargas have both threatened media members, threatened to knock them the F out. Mm-hmm. Um, their 4th of July festivities in St. Lucia, they nearly burnt the entire state of Florida down. Yep. Uh, what else am I missing? Oh yeah. Don't forget Joe. They, uh, when they honored the miracle Mets, they put two guys that were still alive. Yes. And they were dead. Mm-hmm. They honored two dudes that were sitting there mm-hmm. and said, you're dead. Uh, what else have they done? Like, uh, there's there's other stuff. Like, um, But here's here's the new one. But, like, why is it that it only seems like the Mets that we have these stories? So, for some reason, the Mets th- would think it would be a good idea to put uh, a bunch of Chick-fil-A logos on their foul pole. Which, uh, can we get the shot up here? What's up? As you can see... Um... Pretty much uh, blocks the view of everybody back (laughs) (laughs) there. You figure, like, can you say, like, when they say, listen, uh, listen, Mr. Wilpon, I know you'd like to have the Chick-fil-A on the foul pole, but it just doesn't feasibly work because it's going to block the uh, paying customer's view. Like, yeah. In what world does this make sense, Joe? Besides the Mets. (laughs) Yeah. And when you want to
2: put it on the foul side, like why are you putting it in play side? Like what's wrong with you? Ugh.
1: Like is not there somewhere else to put it in the damn building? <laughs> yeah. no, you have a, that's what you have the video ring for, guys. <laughs> like. mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, it's just like oh
2: yeah. I don't even know what that is though. Like it's not a I, I don't know what the I, I wish know. we had what the front of it is cuz
1: it's like From the back it looks to me like the hard rock guitar. <laughs> right, that's what I I'm like that's not a cow, right? That's not like eat more chicken. Like what is that? I don't know, it's a Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it's a bunch of Chick-fil-A like Like I like it's just it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like I don't know. It's it's just it it's just time like on a daily basis the Mets just find ways to screw things up that they don't have to. Yeah, and no here sense. here they are again. Well, at least Chick-fil-A is getting a bang for their buck. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm, are they on, I'm assuming it's down the left and right.
1: Um, no, no. It's Chick-fil-A. They refuse to advertise in the left field. Oh, okay. Well, that makes <laughs> sense. Yes. God, that's good. <laughs> that Over everyone's really good. head, but that's sharp. Well done. Sharp and well like done. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, Chick-fil-A, but it's in the contract. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, yeah, <laughs> by the way, oh, we only advertise on the right side of the field. That's right. And I don't know, I can't help but think of the irony here as well that it's almost like the Mets went out of their way to get Chick-fil-A stuff up before Gay Pride Night, which is coming up there at the stadium. <laughs> Do they even have the... I know some places have a Chick-fil-A. Do they even serve chick fil A? I am dead serious. It's Gay Pride Night coming up soon here. At Shea? At Sh- yeah, at, at City. Yeah. yeah, and this is the type of stuff, sort of like, you know, not playing Nirvana when UB40 come on. Mm-hmm. This is sort of stuff where, Joe, if I was in the room, I would say, listen, sir, Chick-fil-A is a fine American company, and uh, we look forward to uh, their sponsorship in the stadium. But sure. we think it would probably be a better idea to wait until uh, after August 10th when we have Gay Pride Night. Not a bad idea, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, why? Well, because Chick-fil-A has actually gone to war with the gay. <laughs> it's like only the Like I said, dude, like it's just I'm telling you right, right. now, Joe. So they messed this up with the Chick-fil-A thing by having this big sign. Mm-hmm. And guaranteed. Guaranteed. You'll see the controversy. <laughs> gay Pride Night. Why do the Mets have, like, what? Like, it's basically. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, I guess if you're the Mets, you can say we represent all views. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to go. right? Yeah, you can say, listen, oh. we represent Chick-fil-A's view. We represent the, the gay rights view. We represent all views. but. hmm yeah, if you're wondering, basically the uh, the head of Chick-fil-A is uh, not a fan of uh, gay people, and I don't want to put word, you know, but what was it like? He's very very anti-gay marriage, we should say. Very much so, yes. Like, a lot, like um, they're 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 not, you know what I mean? It's it's in the Bible. They're they're of that uh, they're of that ilk, but that's what made them, Joe. That's what mm-hmm. made Chick-fil-A. Like, Chick-fil-A was just another place after in the South that people liked, all right? It wasn't, like, this bohemian juggernaut. It's They can thank Sarah Palin. They basically... Ooh. They got into it. I don't know. The owner did an interview or whatever. He's a big rich guy. So, basically, his, his personal views got out there, which he's allowed to have. It's his of personal course. views. But, basically... You know, then people deem Chick-fil-A to be homophobic. Ooh. And they said, we're not homophobic just because we don't believe in gay. I don't believe in gay. You know, he's used, I'm Christian, I'm not homophobic, et cetera. Okay. Sarah Palin organized basically a support. I'm going to support Chick-fil-A since they don't like gay people. Of course. And, of course, of course, in today's day and age, homophobia and racism sells, Joe. So. um Suddenly, they were. You don't remember? And there were people bringing their guns. Yes. Like, cause remember, like McDonald's and Burger King and stuff in Florida were like, you can't come in here with an AK, guys. Yes. Like exactly. they were like, it's our right, and they're like, we don't care if it's your right. It's our <laughs> restaurant, and you're freaking our customers out. Yep. Right. So basically, Chick-fil-A <laughs> sort of, you can bring your guns here, and then it started. It was basically like the "Don't Tread on Me" crowd years ago. Dude, mm-hmm. there was, you can find pictures of it. There's, like, line up around the block, guns and chicken. Great. America, yeah. bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> and now, Chick-fil-A is, like, they're the number one fast food restaurant in America. I'm not yeah. saying money-wise, but they're voted, like, the you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. voted, like, the most friendly or nice and stuff like that.
2: Yep. No Sundays, though. Don't be eating chicken on Sunday.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's worse sins, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They are You're hardcore, though. To... They are oh, hardcore. They big have. Time. They have a Chick-fil-A in the stadium in Atlanta, and it's closed on Sundays. On Sundays, yeah. People wondered, yeah. well, what are they there for? Uh, but mm-hmm. well, they have a soccer team, Atlanta FC. There's SEC football. There's concerts, mm-hmm. so Chick-fil-A is doing all right. Listen, I don't, you know. I don't give a crap what Chick Fil A's political uh, views are or religious views or any other views. All I'll judge them on is their chicken. Yes. And in my opinion, Chick Fil A is okay. Like I don't, I don't get the love for Chick Fil A. It's okay. I agree. It's not whatever. It's just, it's just another chicken place, Joe. It's not like oh, it's so great. I don't like waffle fries either. Yeah,
2: it's a salty-ass piece of chicken, too, man. It's like, oh, God. I feel like dehydrated after eating one.
1: You know, and I'm going to say this, and I know it's going to ruffle the feathers of the millennials out there, but me and Cam have gotten into this a lot, and me and Cam agree that KFC is superior to Popeye's. Would you agree with that, Joe? What do you think, KFC or Popeye's?
2: Original or extra crispy are we comparing? Let's go original. There a, yeah, there's nothing better than the original. Of who? Nothing. KFC Colonel? Uh, KFC. The K- Colonel's a KFC, uh, original recipe, hands down.
1: I've had Popeye's a couple of times here, and, man, it's like rubbery, greasy. The only thing good about Popeye's are their sides. The corn, the, the biscuits, awesome. the potatoes. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, the, the, the bean. Mm-hmm. All their sides are great at Popeye's, but the chicken sucks. Yeah. It's
2: just spicier.
14: your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800
13: 584 2519 800 584 2519 800 584 2519. That's 800 584 2519.
15: All right, guys,
2: put your money where your mouth is. Take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, Jersey's largest sports book. All you got to do is head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid and get yourself a free bet of up to $500. That is a free bet of up to $500 simply by opening a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com forward slash grid. And it doesn't make a difference. Game totals, point spreads, props, parlays, in-game wagering, college pro sports. You're going to be in control. So head over to FanDuel.com forward slash grid. Open the new account. Claim your free wager of up to $500 and do it today. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Make sure you check out the website for details.
1: Uh, Thank you very much, uh, Joe Ranieri. NFL football season is around the corner. Can't wait college of football as well started to take a look at uh, some of the numbers and Joe it's been two years in a row two years ago um, you know at, uh, at the um, IFBC SBR had a uh, conference I spoke I gave a college football future mm-hmm. and uh, I gave like it was like a presentation so it wasn't just a pick. like I spent 15 minutes going over my points as to why and uh, I gave Florida Atlantic over four and a half wins Mm. And this is when Lane Kiffin's first year there, their win total was four and a half. They won 11 games. So last year I got put for some reason or another on the NFL panel, which I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I actually, am more of an NFL guy now, I'll be honest, but I'm actually both, but, but so I was doing NFL last year at the conference, but I was asked anyways, because people were disappointed. They were waiting for my big presentation of, Last year's college, a football win total. Mm-hmm. Last year, Pittsburgh Panthers, over five and a half, winner. Nice. So this year, I haven't come to my full, I haven't, like, there's a few teams I'm looking at that, I, there's a bunch of teams I like their totals, but the one that i gonna put my name on, I'm going to tell people, bet the farm on this, there's no way in hell this team doesn't win this many games. Um... Uh, I'm sort of starting to look at a few teams, and one team I'm very, very interested in actually this year is Baylor. The Baylor Bears. They got five home games, Baylor, this year. They've got like 18 returning starters. Matt Rule's now been there for a couple of years now. I think this is, what, his third year now, Matt Rule. Mm -hmm. Year three is a year in college that you'll see oftentimes coaches really succeed after they've gotten to a program. Because now you're getting into the third year of players that they've recruited. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing Baylor starting to, you know, show a reflection of Matt Rule. Matt Rule's a great coach. Took him a while. He had to clean that program up. Uh, but there's a lot of speed, there's a lot of talent there. They have their quarterback back as well. And very interesting. Like I I'm I'm, I'm high on Baylor. And I was looking at their schedule. Five home games. One of the road games that they play is at Kansas hmm Their non-conference schedule is like Stephen uh, Stephen F. Austin, and uh, oh. I think they play uh, the Texas uh, beep, beep the Roadrunners, UTSA mm-hmm. San Antonio. Uh, Baylor Baylor's an eight-win team this year. They might be a nine-win team. They might be that back. I don't need nine to win the bet, but uh, we're we're just sort of uh, we're sort of kicking the tires on the Baylor Bears right now, Joe.
2: One and 11 and what? Seven and six last year. So the natural progression given the recruiting and everything else on that. Yeah, absolutely. And what's the number? Eight or eight and a half? No, it's seven. Seven. Oh, yeah. Put the money. Did you bet it already? Because yeah. here, you can, I'll give you a few minutes. Run and go go it right now, yeah. will you?
1: Yeah, as I stated, it's seven.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. They're definitely over seven.
1: All right. Uh, so football season is, is approaching. NFL PA uh, the only verified rankings of all officially licensed NFL player uh, products. So the NFLPA official website, they're not very good at representing their players, but I guess they're good at tracking jersey sales. Oh. Uh, NFLPA top 50 uh, player jersey sales for basically March 1st through to uh, to May 31st. Uh, so basically through the draft and and everything. The number one jersey and... It's amazing that this guy is still number one after all these years because he's been in the league forever, is Tom Brady. Mm. Now, I see somebody tweeting, John Lerner, my boy Lerner, tweets, that as people get older, they get bigger, so they buy new Brady jerseys. (laughs) But can it be buying that many uh, new ones? Tom Brady, the number one jersey seller, still uh, right now, Odell Beckham to a Cleveland jersey is the number two seller. And I don't know. The Odell Beckham giant jersey looked cool. It just looked natural. I don't know. He looks weird in a brown uniform. I don't know. It doesn't, doesn't fit to me somehow. It's Not a good <laughs> look on him. I don't know. It isn't. Now, he looked better in blue than orange. <laughs> Khalil Mack. Surprise Khalil Mack actually sells this many jerseys. But Chicago's a massive market. Yep. And there's a lot of bear fans. The fourth guy really surprises me because I don't understand how Sam Darnold can had the fourth-highest-selling jersey, yet Saquon Barkley is 10th. Come on, man, Sam Darnold? Who's buying Sam Darnold jerseys? Any
2: Jet fan that had anything that said Sanchez or or anything else uh, from the quarterback position on it.
1: I've never seen, like, I don't. Um, there's a dude in the pit. I think he's got so a Le'Veon Bell. Bell. Who was wearing a Jet jersey last week or a couple of weeks ago? It was Le'Veon Bell, right? It wasn't Chris. Darnold, was That's it? Chris. Chris, yeah. Was, was it Le'Veon Bell? Yes, it was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, all right. Thank you. Yeah, so I, I've all never right. really seen a Sam Darnold jersey. I don't know. I don't know. So who's buying them? I guess on Long Island or something. Frank mm. has one. Stample? Yeah, yeah, all right.
2: Well, I believe in uh, Modell's right down there from uh, when I was up there when we walked in there. That was the only jet jersey you could get with Sam Darnold. That was the only one they had available.
1: Yeah, last year they didn't. Last year was like Bart Scott still only. (laughs) Yeah, oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Baker Mayfield, five. Mm. Mahomes, six. Aaron Rodgers, seven. Antonio Brown's Raider jersey, eight. Zeke Elliott, nine. And then Saquon Barkley, 10. Rounding out uh, the top 10. Only one Cowboy, huh? Yeah. And Five billion dollar team, one Cowboy. Very interesting. You know what that goes to show? Brand bigger than the player. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, they, they've made that work. That's a good point. So where where is Dak Prescott? Exactly. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah. Cooper, too. You know why? I'm not surprised Cooper isn't higher. Only because he's new. You know what I mean? Right. Like, because a lot of these guys, it's, like, new. Like, Odell Beckham, like, Tom, that's what makes Tom Brady so shocking, guys. Guy's been on the same damn team for 20-plus years, whatever it's been. Like, Odell Beckham, the Cleveland Brown jerseys, new. So right. It's not surprising they've sold the most in the last four months. It's new. Yeah. Khalil Mack, Bears, still fresh, second year. Bears, very popular team, big market. Sam Darnold, you know what it shows Sam Darnold? People jumping on the Jets' wagon now. They didn't last year, but now they're in.
2: Yeah, and people don't like change. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, they'll go out and buy new, but people don't, I don't want to spoil. I've been wearing Brady for 10 years. Like, all right, it's got a little, it's got a little wing sauce on it. I can update it, but it's got to be Tom Brady again. People don't like change, and and it goes for their jerseys as well.
1: This is pretty whacked. Josh Allen has sold more jerseys in the last four months than Russell Wilson. That is whacked. Nick Bosa, what? number 27. It's not even under contract.
2: Wow. That's that's all. You know what that is. That's all Ohio State fans.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Collectors, yep. I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't. You're right. Yeah. Deshaun Jackson, 39. Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, everyone who burned it when he left. Yeah, but how many people really bought, like, Deshaun Jackson jerseys? I'd like to know how many jerseys you need to sell to get on this list, but... Wow, late it's Van Der Joe, forty nine. Yeah, there you go. No, there's no way in hell, you're telling me there's no way in hell that Cooper Dak Prescott's not in the top fifty jerseys.
2: Van Der Esch and uh and here's left bell twenty
1: second right now. Kyler mm. Murray, that's what I'm gonna get for when's your birthday, Joe? December. Oh, you want a kind of Christmas, Christmas, uh, Christmas birthday. I'm going to get you a nice Kyler Murray jersey.
2: Yeah, well, that's all right. I mean, he's going to be hurt by then anyway, so.
1: No, no, exactly. You can get I figure you'll be hip. You can walk around yeah. South Beach with the rookie of the year, a uh, rookie of the year's jersey on.
2: Right. Because I'll, I'll walk down uh, Ocean Avenue and people be like, who?
1: Now, listen, there's a debate. Um, Charles Barkley said anyone over 15 should not wear a jersey. Now, that might be a little extreme. Now, there was some chick the other day. I think she covers the Patriots. And it was actually, yeah, it was about Brady. I think that's why the tweet came. She said she thinks it's ridiculous anybody over the age of 30 wears a sports jersey. A lot of people agreed, and a lot of people thought it was the stupidest take ever. Where do you stand on this, Joe?
2: Yeah, listen, you know, am I am I wearing a jersey out to a business meeting? No, but on Sunday or Saturday, am I representing? Absolutely, 100%. Yes.
1: It's a good point. Yeah, you're not going to wear uh... Yeah. See, now, it's weird, too, because I wear jerseys. People think I always wear jerseys, but it's almost the opposite. I wear them almost more so on the shows. Right. I'm a sports host. <laughs> So like, hello. Exactly. People are like, oh, well, he's wearing a baseball jersey. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm a sports talk show host, guys. Like, am I supposed to be wearing a tuxedo? Yeah.
2: If you have to rep, if you're going to be in a spot where you can represent, you represent. You go to a game. You're going to a sports bar. You're going to watch the game. You represent. I got no issue with that.
1: Yeah. I've never, uh, I got to be honest too. I've never, I think, you know, listen, it doesn't mean that everybody looks good in a jersey. Different that, topic. That's different. <laughs> you know, it doesn't mean that you should, right? But I, you're right. It does. It's not a faux pas. Nope. Well, you're right, dude. Like, there's a there's a girl who lives in my condo. I see her, her and her father go to jet games. And I see him. He's an older dude. He's got his Joe Namath jersey on and doesn't look out of place. It's like, yeah, he's a yep. Joe Namath guy. He's an old school jet fan. You know what I mean? Yep. yep. Represent. And, yeah, he's in his 60s. I don't think, oh, he's wearing a jersey. What a loser. Yeah. What an
2: idiot.
6: The three, two, one, three, two, one. To get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one cell-free testosterone booster GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys should like the difference too. NuGenix samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text youth to three two one three two one that's y-o-u-t-h three two one three two one
8: i had great results i lost 70 pounds i weighed 265 and went down to 195 my doctor told me if it works for you then do it But a lot of people say to me how did you lose weight i said i take andro 400 every day and i'm gonna take it forever
9: that was walt talking about andro 400 now listen to what bob has to say
8: when you listen to your radio commercials you say that's not possible but since i've experienced it you
9: 888- Four hundred zero four three five eight 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 four hundred zero four three
14: five. 435 888 400 435 andrew 400com Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to money. Type in the address bar moneynow100.com. That's moneynow100.com.
1: Are you guys kidding me now? (laughs) Uh. Starting to realize they really don't know me very well, Joe. Like this is not like even funny. I guess it's like uh, poke, 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 poke,
15: poke.
1: Even worse, like the elevator, like karaoke version. too. hit the music. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. So, uh, you know what? We got to actually, we we were going to go to a guest, but we got a call right now. And uh, since the call is about football, and uh, we were talking earlier about Mike Daniels uh, getting uh, getting released by the Green Bay Packers. And how about this? This is the NFL uh, for you. So he gets uh, released. He, you know what he did on Tuesday? He, uh, he had a back-to-school bash oh. where he bought new backpacks, school supplies, coloring books, pizza, free haircuts. And uh, everything else in between for local kids, and then he gets released <laughs> mm. because they don't want to pay him seven million dollars. That's crazy. <laughs> Still an impactful football player. All right, uh, we got. Do we have Evan, Evan in Green Bay? Yeah. What's up, Evan?
16: Uh, so I was just. You pretty much just answered my question. I was wondering why the Packers were going to release him, and obviously it's probably for the money, right?
1: Yeah, seven point six million dollars. Final year of the uh, deal, and you know, uh, dude, the final years, they, no one honors this. That's one thing, guys. When like Nithin called in earlier, and we were saying, well, you know, elliot has got two years left on a deal. Teams don't honor the last year of deals often, right? And uh, it is what it is. He was banged up last year. i have seen Pro Football Focus still had him ranked, Evan, as the eighth best uh, player at his position, eighth best offensive lineman in football, even with the foot injury uh, last year. He's still gonna play football. He's gonna have to take less money elsewhere. It's a business. Uh, that's what it, it, it comes down to. So it was solely monetary, Evan. That's what it comes down to.
2: Yeah, it freed, it freed up right. about eight and a half million in the cap. And uh, and Gabe, your Michigan boy is gonna take his place, Rashawn Gary, right there. So exactly.
1: Yep. It's a product of the business. Dan, it's listen. And thanks for the call, Evan. Thing is, Daniels. Right, thank you. Daniels, good guy, good football player, Joe. This is part of the business. This is why when you're an NFL player, you got to get as much as you can up front. Yeah, and
2: it didn't It didn't help his cause that he missed a lot of last year again. So when he's been healthy,
1: he's been yeah. a producer. We should note, I want to note, that the reason that he held a back-to-school bash is because usually he holds an annual free football camp for kids. Hmm. He wasn't healthy enough to hold his own camp. <laughs> exactly. There you go. It's kind of a sign here. You won't be
2: unemployed for long, though. No, 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 no.
1: Like I said, Joe, someone's going to say, listen, Mike, we'll give you a 4.5 mil right now, one-year deal. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yep. Five mil, one-year deal. Whatever. Four mil. They'll be real. 3.7. They'll say, you already made your money, bro. Yep. Like, that's the way it works in the NFL. You got to get the money up front. You tell them. You got to get paid up front. And then you get... Dude, they didn't pay Troy Aikman this last year. Right. Like, everyone... (laughs) Everyone gets the bum rush in the NFL. Yeah, and they That's gave them time. Every time it's of one, year they did it. It's all about. Um, yeah. It's just it's simply all about uh, the signing dollars bonus. Dollars and cents. Yeah, dollars and cents. And interesting that um, the NBA, the NBA owners Joe, were so sick of getting screwed around by the players. They're like, you know what? Maybe we'll go with this. Maybe we'll do yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Worked out well for him, though. Can you imagine, though, Joe? (laughs) The this is something if I was the NBA owners, I would not want to do, to be honest. I'm just thinking about. Imagine like dealing with Kawhi Leonard and a signing bonus. Oh. So Kawhi Leonard just got what did he get? 184 million, whatever. Mm -hmm. Let's just call whatever. Not ballpark. So no, let's say Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal just got a three-year extension, Joe. 111 million dollars. And then let's say the NBA, if he wanted, and it wasn't guaranteed. Dude, he'd want like $80 million up front. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> they're not stupid. He'd basically add up the math, and he'd be like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, $80 million. Because mm-hmm. if you screw me after two years, that way I still made $40 million a year. Yep. Right? And yep. this is why Le'Veon Bell, people criticize Le'Veon Bell about the Steelers stuff. The Steelers only guaranteed him 32 million dollars, Joe. that's correct. So after all that, they were dangling 32 mil. That's like two years. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was a stiff. Like they were screwing him, actually. Like mm-hmm. you know, you can argue all well, were they screwing him or not is debatable, but they were going. They were going to screw him. We'll put it that way. <laughs> hmm And yep. every running back knows this. Melvin Gordon sees right now. You know what? The Chargers are going to have me next year. He knows it. They're going to screw me. And the fact they don't want to pay me now proves they're going to screw me. Like, if yeah. your wife says, you know, listen, honey, we gotta, you know, we have a problem. We, You know, I told you, I really need to buy this car. Because I, 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 you know, and you say, yeah, yeah, honey, we're going to get in the a car in two years. You're going to take the it? Well, we're never getting a car. You know what I mean? Right. Like if, if, if you don't want to commit when you have one year left, they are saying, listen, dude, we'll decide after because we're going to run your ass into the ground right now. We're probably going to draft a kid. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right? Like if the NFL didn't screw everyone, maybe the players wouldn't be as much as jerks back to them too, Joe.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that's the, we know that ain't going to change anytime soon.
1: Like it goes both ways. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. It it goes both ways all the times. Yep. But you're right. Daniels won't be out of work long. Good, good football player. But say you can't pay this guy $7.6 million. No,
2: not if you can get him for yeah, not when you got the the rookie and the, and other guys that can replace him for half the price.
1: And Rashawn Gary is Rashawn Gary is a very interesting player that um gonna be could be a superstar in the NFL. A big big time talent. Yep. Like, you know, I don't know, like superstar strong word. I don't know, is he that's Aaron Donald? Probably not. No. Mm-hmm. The thing is he almost could be Joe. Mm-hmm. And what what holds this guy back what's hold this guy back is um is you know, he, he didn't he sort of took plays off every now and then. Right. Well that, that was the knock, right? That
2: was the knock on him in college, right? Right. Uh, for those the...
1: of you guys in the pit here, we can hear everything that you guys are talking about and uh it's very like freaking distracting. I'm trying not to like really uh, if you can, like, turn your freaking mics off so uh, we don't hear you struggling, trying to get a guest on that we're not going to get on, gentlemen. And uh, just for the record, is anyone listening in the pit right now? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah they're, they're, there's, there's like four minutes left, three minutes left in the show, so uh, we'll have to reschedule uh, after the fact. And if you guys could reschedule, like, so we don't hear you talking uh, to them. Thank you very much. So, Joe, as I was saying, Rashawn Gary, this guy's a hell of a football player. He's one of the top uh recruits coming out of Jersey, actually. Went to Michigan, uh mm-hmm. out of the state of Jersey, but he took plays off. And I always wonder about that. If you take plays off when you're trying to impress people and make money, what are you gonna do once you have money, Joe? I'm one of those guys. I oh, look I for the motor when I draft players. hmm Yep. And
2: that's the that was the kid's knock when, you know, coming out of there, wasn't it? That was the uh uh you know he's got he's got all the intangibles but yeah not you know, really they, even a knock
1: cuz people really like the kid hell yeah. of a talent but it's yeah you're right that, that's the knock you're right Yep. but that's what stops him from being like good from great you know what i'm saying yep. like kid, like basically like it's like kid you you could be like Aaron Donald you could be a superstar make 15 million dollars a year Rashad. Yep. or you can be Buckner and make $3.7 mil a year and be happy with it. Yep. He's one of these guys, but he- hell of a talent. I'm not buying Green Bay, though. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I think their defense, their pass
2: rush should be better. Yeah. You know, they- they'll get after it a little better than they were last year
1: for sure. Their offense, well, whatever. You've got, you've got uh, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is a freaking stud. Right. But after that, it's a little thin. Aaron Rodgers mm. gotten injured two years in a row. Yeah. The offensive line is good, not great. I personally think Aaron Jones is one of the more overrated players in the NFL. Yeah. I should say by fantasy guys. Like, mm. what's the deal with Aaron Jones? He's like Chick Fil A. Joe, I, am I missing something with this kid? <laughs> yeah. Aaron Jones, oh, Aaron Jones gonna have a breakout year this year.
15: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: whatever, man. And I'm gonna be Mr. Olympia. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could break out. Every year we hear, oh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones. Yeah. I, I'm not buying it. You got Lafleur in there now. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going. I, I, like I said, I go. I, I don't like. I don't think the Green Bay Packers. Um, I don't think they're terrible. I think they could be in the mix. You got Aaron Rodgers on the field. You give yourself a chance. But um, I'm not. I'm not enamored with this team to be honest. Uh,
2: we've uh, we've heard how uh, it was all uh, Mike McCarthy's fault there from Aaron Rodgers. So let's see what you got no more Mike McCarthy. Let's see let's see what happens now, Aaron.
1: I personally think that McCarthy got a bad deal. Mhm. Listen, I think that no you know it's I, they need a change. Yeah. But at the same point mm-hmm. in time, I don't think he was treated very well through this. Mm-hmm. And the play calling was a little off, but it goes both ways. You know, it's it's sometimes there's not to blame. Everyone's to blame. I think Aaron Rodgers is a jerk, Mm -hmm. who's hard to get along with, and I think McCarthy pretty much is. I don't see him as the biggest compromising type of guy in real life, Joe. (laughs) Yeah, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Imagine you and me asking like, "Hey, Mm Mister, hey Mike, can you come on and like?" No, (laughs) you know what I mean. Like the Mm -hmm. guy, like he's real. You questioning how I do things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But they did need a change. But let's be real, man. They uh they never told him when they got rid of his boy. What was his name? Jordy Nelson. Jordy, yep. They never told him. He had to read about it in the media. Uh he found Jordy called him and said they just released me. Mm-hmm. You don't do that to Aaron Rodgers. I don't I'm not saying that Aaron Rodgers like needs to be the general manager of the team, but you don't you don't you don't just get rid of a longtime Packer like that without telling the quarterback. Your guy. One of his guys. Then Mm -hmm. they fired Alex Van Pelt, who was the quarterback (laughs) coach, who was Aaron Rodgers' best friend. And they didn't tell him. Like, Van Pelt called him and said, bro, what the hell's going on? They just, McCarthy just let me go. Mm -hmm. And that was McCarthy basically saying, all right, you want to get into a pissing contest here? We're going to see who's more powerful, Aaron. That's correct. And McCarthy dropped the bombs, replaced the people he wanted to, Piss Rogers off. And it's pretty clear the best way of putting it would be that uh, McCarthy won the battle. Aaron Rodgers won the war. Yeah, now it's very on good way. now it's on Aaron Rodgers to deliver under LaFleur, though.
2: Yeah, and I the Hackett too, isn't he? I think they brought in Hackett too as the uh was a QB or offensive coordinator. So it's gonna be a very interesting to see if those two guys can get through to Aaron Rodgers or Aaron the knock on Aaron was what hey, we'd call a play, and Aaron would go in there and, and run whatever the hell he wanted to run anyway. So th- this should be interesting.
1: Well, and he's going to, I would imagine, you, know, you almost have to. I think, you know, basically you're better off at this point giving Aaron Rodgers a little bit more leeway. Yeah, hey. And Aaron Rodgers deserves it. Like I said, I, I don't know the, the inner workings and a relationship enough uh, between McCarthy and Rodgers to get into why the play calling... The way that it was. But I just find it strange that these guys were together for so long and right. as successful as they were for so long and somehow ended up on two completely different pages at the end of it. Yeah. I, you know, Like, why couldn't they sit down and just man to man and say, hey, we got to change this? Like, I, I don't really understand how it got from point A to point B. But as I stated, we'll see what LaFleur brings to the table.
2: Yeah. Probably a lot of people are going to be looking at that because that division, it's. Chicago or Green Bay, right? Unless you think Detroit's going to make a uh, miraculous uh, comeback. And and what is is Minnesota going to be?
1: Minnesota will be better. We'll be back at 5. Other than that, you're on your own.
3: Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. Pick up your phone
13: and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
0: The best thing I ever did. You're listening to the best of the morning after on the Fantasy Sports Radio
1: Network. Look, like Kawhi Leonard's a good example. Kawhi Leonard didn't talk, okay? Kawhi Leonard never talked. Yet, at the same point in time, at the same point in time, um, people think that he's somehow a, uh, you know, he was a great guy. Well, look, he's humble. He doesn't say anything. And so basically, by not saying anything, we projected him being a nice guy. So if you just smile a bit and you don't say anything, you know, people want to assume the best of people. So when you see Adrian Peterson, he's very charismatic. He seems like a nice enough guy. But in reality, he's kind of a jerk off. Or at least, listen, he was nice to me. He's nice to fans. But is he nice to the women that he sleeps with? Not so much. Is he nice to his kids? Well, I guess depending on which kid, uh, which kid that it is. All right, uh, we got Nathan on the phone here. It's been a little while. What's up, Nathan?
16: What's up, Joe? How you been? We're doing good, man. Good to hear from you. What's going on, Nathan? Yeah, no, it's been a while. Uh, yeah, so uh, man, I can't wait for the uh, football season to start. Uh, as you know, big Cowboys fan here, and uh, I feel like, do you guys, I have a, <clears throat> do you guys think Zeke? Uh, G- uh, Zeke will hold out on Friday, or do you think he'll report to camp? Because I keep hearing reports on Twitter that uh, Zeke might hold out. and I mean, he has two years left on his deal.
1: There's no way in hell he's going to be in camp on Friday, bro. He'll, yeah, show, but, he'll, uh, show up, he'll show up on August the 6th. He needs to be there before August the 7th, before he misses any money. He'll be there August the 6th, I would imagine. If he shows up then. Yeah. Even, but no, Nathan. There's no way in hell that he's going to be a camp on Friday.
16: Yeah, but, but my question is though, like he has two years left on his deal. I mean, I know that he wants to get paid now, but still, like you have two years left on his deal, and uh, he, he needs to he needs to prove. In my opinion, he's a great running back. Don't get me wrong, there. Uh, as a Cowboy fan, we're lucky to have him on the team. But to be honest, I think he needs to prove himself that he can stay stay out of trouble off
15: the field. This is an urgent health notice for all residents. Muller at the first of two hearing appearances he'll make today, pressed by.